0: Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of There Will Be Dungeons. It's time for us to dig deeper into the core of the solar mines. Uh, Joining us today, of course, are DM Bo and uh, John, myself, Scott, Kristen, and Kyle, all here ready to play some D&D today. So strap in, get ready, as I pass this microphone over to Kristen who will catch us up on what happened last time on There Will Be Dungeons.
1: Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, the gargantuan Grozil growled and crashed down his cruel cleaver, killing countless Weaponized and wicked, Varel's eye enraged when it witnessed the mechanical monster demanding its death. Hope noticed a main machine on the brute's back and bade Nash to take her up. Together they toppled it, pulling out a power source and loosing it into the lava. Meanwhile, Varel took a toe before being dined on as a delicious delicacy. However, now inside, Varel found focus, hurrying to Grosjean's heart and heaving heavy hits, wasting wires until the beats were bested. The despot died, but not before murdering many, including Dianthalis, Eminil, and Union. Now rejoin our heroes and their forces as the battle rages for the fate of the wide and weird world of The Wastes.
2: All right, Poe, it's in your corner. We open on the endless desert. Dunes of sand as far as the eye can see. Moats of wind, well, moats, gusts of wind blow sand up into the air, in and a, a, a mild howling can be heard. We move slightly over in our vision to see Vorel, lizard folk lying on his back upon the ground. Varel, your eyes open to blue perfect blue sky with very mild clouding mild clouding.
3: Wasn't the sky green? Is it better now? The sky is blue. Awesome. Did I take any fall damage from my big, uh, <laughs> my big hurrah launch <laughs> out the
2: heart? Um, you could contemplate the fall that had just happened as you come to, but your body feels no pain.
3: Well, then I will attempt to sit up.
2: Uh, you sit up and gather these sights around you. And see that you're alone the endless sands. But for one figure, a lizard folk, with arms to the sides on the waist, staring out back to you across the wastes. The figure's unmoving as it glan as it stares out into the distance.
3: Hmm. Yes. I will move myself to my knees and get myself up. Take a look at my chest.
2: You glance down to your chest. You see, you were expecting to see your traveling companion, your symbiote, your source of great power, and yet nothing but lizard folk pectorals and abs coated in beautifully multicolored scales I have a wide
3: hand rests upon my breast as I give a sigh and look up, all serious Grugil I yell across the plains
2: the head turns slightly he says, ah, you are up good you have been out for some time. He turns to you and he says, Allow me to reintroduce myself to you, for I am Grosil, the God Killer, and many other titles which we will put under the term the soft shell say, etc.
3: Did you truly win the backgammon?
2: Mm, yes, I won the backgammon. Where are we? We find ourselves here, in the place where all of our kind are destined to arrive at one day, if we find glory upon the field of battle, the endless dunes. I see
3: that I was victorious.
2: Hmm. Indeed, you were victorious. You, your name. I know it not. I require your introductions to know with whom I am speaking.
3: Smile crosses my face as I take a deep breath in. Very well. I am Vorel Rasphim Kurik, the Lizard King. Hero of the Waste, and I I go through them all. I go through them all for the purpose of time. Uh, Mm. Ending towards the more recent ones of... Sailor of Space, Greatest of the Time Varels, Most Wanted of the Dread Pirates, The Victorious Dreamer, Entomber of the Maggot Lord, Cannoneer of the Principal's Face, Parter of Lasers, And Savior of the Universe.
2: Hmm. You tell a great story with your name, Borel. I am pleased that I have fallen to an honor as great as yours. For I am the godkiller, but you are now slayer of the godkiller. Let I all of those titles let all of those titles put aside the rest of those minor stories for the tales you tell the children. And here we find ourselves, Vorel, upon the endless dunes. It is by my will that you are here.
3: So I yet live.
2: Mm, your form is formidable. Your muscles will yourself back into the physical realm. As they should. It speaks to your strength. But I am here with a purpose as well. You are not a soft shell. You are a hard shell. And you know that our kind, when we speak, these are not but mere words. They are actions made manifest in the realm. Of the world mm. It is not The word story in common Does not describe the manifestation Of pure intention That speaking For our kind Is But I noticed Something upon our final battle Or well, my final battle Your tone Pharrell You spake And when you spake, you said things with eloquence. No ordinary lizard folk are you. How come by you this way of speech?
3: A long story and too much exposure to wordy humans
2: we are upon the endless dunes we are not around the soft shells if you do not tell your story ever then it did not happen Hmm. and I have one last mission before I pass on to the endless dune And you will play a part in it. But first, I wish to know your real story. How come by you such manner of speech?
3: The man in the yellow robe so long ago did take an interest in me upon dunes not so different than this. He taught me the common tongue removed me from my clan, made me smell of various foods and scents in his experimentations to socialize. Upon my return, I was pecked out, removed and isolated. And so I sold meats to a small
2: town, Dust Hill. You sold these meats... In partnership with the yellow man? The yellow-robed man? Excuse me?
3: He was gone. His studies complete, he returned to Principal City, I found later, to be the location.
2: (sighs) You will allow me to examine your gums. Very well. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) And so, if you would bear your gums, he would peer forward and look into the, the gums, okay, tracing I... the story of your lineage through the gums. And you remember if you remember back a few years ago in our game, Blunk Oliver made a similar request of you.
3: Oh, interesting, right? Kind of like palm
2: reading. Mm-hmm. And he looks into your gums and he says, ah, the tale of your lineage tells A story, as I suspected, not that different from mine. You will do. I ask nothing that you wouldn't do already yourself, but that you be sure to include my tale in your own. For you may find today you have a new learned purpose. You will take what I impart to you and do with it as you see fit for the state in which you found me is something of an embarrassment my one great loss
3: how did you end up inside the frog he
2: hmm you speak of my shedded artifact I will have your answer for you but we must begin this tale from the start. I, like you, Vorel, had softshell patrons. They taught me. they pitted me against my own kind. They pitted me against others. They gave me treats. I enjoyed these treats. I had a friend, softshell friend but one day I learned that I was not the product of egg of man and woman together to fertilize egg and make our kind I learned I was grown in soup (laughs) I set out to forge my own destiny from that point And in my rage murdered my friend, and the robed men that I had been given treats by. Finding purpose I slew, foe after foe, and then like you for a time I sold meats. But I grew increasingly dissatisfied with my direction and purpose in life, for I knew it was to be great. And I sought out my own kind. They did not like the way I spake. They said it sounded of perversion and rejected me. However, I made my truth known when I slew opponent after opponent until I brought all the lizard folk tribes together in Razakval and became the first great fang. Do you know of Razakval, Varel? Very well. I founded this great nation to start a new era where all of our kind could be united under one banner and in celebrating my new power, my leadership, my wisdom, I sought to sire many children. I plowed many lizard folk women and many lizard folk men to ensure that I had created many, uh, uh, them to carry on the name of Grozil, and to carry on our traditions. But as weeks and months passed, no egg would fertilize. At first I thought perhaps it was just one of them, but soon all of the women were unable to produce eggs. Then I had some hope the men might Produce eggs due to some difference with me, but that did not occur either. I grew in my rage that my story had been cut off, that it would end in my death, and that none further would know Grozil or the strength of Razagval to carry on tradition. And in my rage, I left Razagval to the schemers and plotters who began speaking ill of my inability to procreate. I went to the soft shells and slayed man after man, and they said, Jesus, help me! And they said, God, no, please do not do that! And I said, Who is this God? Who is this Jesus? Tell me! And finally, they pointed me to one who knew this man of metal called the Principal. I defeated him in battle, and I said, Tell me where this Jesus is and this God is and the metal man said he did not know but he knew one who did another soft shell with no story to his name worth speaking Brent was his name the principal brought me to his land of fire quite beautiful I would say and I signed a contract that the soft shells have I know Still not quite what this is, but I know that if you kill the person you sign a contract with, the contract becomes v- no longer applicable. So I signed the contract, knowing I would kill Brent after I had gotten my end. For Brent knew the one thing the principal and no other man, soft shell or hard shell on earth did not. He knew where the stairway, stairwell to heaven was, and that I could reach God. And he opened up the stairway to heaven And I went in alone in my rage These humans of wings called angels Came after me And I tore their wings from them One by one You should have seen it I was magnificent I rent the army of angels asunder Until they delivered God unto me And there a great face stood before me It said nothing and cast me to hell. But so strong was my rage that I resisted his casting into hell, and I reached an arm up and grabbed his great beard and pulled his big face down. I took his nose, and I unsheathed the skin from his face, exposing bone, and I entered into the face of God, and I ate upon the brains of God for three months. Satisfied that I had slain the flesh god that plagued this planet of that the soft shells called Earth. My failure became known. And I was given to Brent, and then exchanged back to the principal as a servant for more experiments to be conducted on, just as I had been at the start of my life. But they could not control me. They could only take pieces of me and manufacture them into artifacts. And so, your principal kept me buried until his hour of desperation. He unleashed me unto your battle. I do not fight for your metal man. I do not fight for every anyone. I fight to slay gods who prohibit the name of Grozil from ringing out upon the lands. And thus I ask you this. Let not the name of Grozil pass into nothingness. Let the name of Grozil, the God-Killer haunt the children gods. And if you have the blood of a great warrior in you, you too will hunt these gods and show them that they are weak. But that is your destiny to decide. That is my story. And see to it, you verify upon your own ability to carry on your name. For if the humans deemed you dangerous, then you too will be unable to sire any children. Think on that. And if that is the case, let your rage flow through you and kill as many of their kind as you can. And find a way to make your name live on. <clears throat> he turns to leave, having told his story, to walk out into the endless dunes. You have an opportunity for questions, reactions.
3: Your deeds are great, Gurgil, and I will add to them Slater of the Godkiller Brojil your name will be in my story however your people were left alone were isolated by your rage and suffered greatly Razakval fell into ruin I will not continue this cycle the lizard folk will take the solar mines, and we will make it a peaceful place. A place where our children can grow. And should the humans, the soft shells, attack and threaten that way of life, then they will know my glory. But I have traveled this great space for many years. I'm afraid I desire peace now.
2: You have nobly told your story. Thank you. But you will find the fight comes to you sooner or later. The gods meddle interminably. turns and walks off into the distance the wind begins to pick up blowing more sand dramatically obscuring your view more and more as he walks off last chance for any other actions or business you'd like to do before he's Wait. gone forever still
3: I ask how did you end up in the Proghemoth so long ago
2: he stops I explain Vorrel. They made weapons of me. They could not control me as their dog, so they carved pieces from me and made artifacts of them. One of their warlocks carved out my eye and made it into whatever it is you have. But I have no sentimentality as a soft shell. I suffer no insult that you use it. A weapon is a weapon, whether it's made of rock or bone. My eye is yours to wield as you see fit. I A would formidable see weapon, no doubt. Note. I have no wish for peace. Make no mistake, Vorel. I walk not into the endless dunes in search of quiet. I will continue to hunt my gods. So long as existence is permitted to me in any form, violence will follow. But this is my tale, and you have told me yours, and you have defeated me, and so I acknowledge your strength. Perhaps we will see one another again upon these dunes. And then he turns again and walks off, and the sand picks up, covers everything, and you can't see. The next thing you notice, Pharrell, is a smell. You now, you're lizard folk, so smell is a more visual thing for you than for other people. And it smells like armpits, like a, a gust of armpits enters into your nostril, as well as kind of shit. Kind of. Uh, it wakes up and opens your eyes, and as you open your eyes, you see Bok Bok. VORL! 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 And then overhead a ship flies by Vorell! And you hear a sound of explosion Vorell! And you wake up with one hit point point. And you wake up in an area The rest of the party you're going to be out of it although you may wake up soon but I'm just going to move the map over to a visual so you can see kind of what's going on uh, you wake up to a visual uh, Vorel of cars circled all around, goblins, elves, and lizard folk upon them, form- forming sort of a circled wagon, uh, fighting off hordes of Krom- or Toyota host uh, assaulting. They're using ranged weaponry and taking them down as they get closer, and as they reach vehicles along the carousel, they get knocked off. Um, you're the first to wake up as your teammates also arrive unconscious, uh, lying in the sand, um, with uh, the various uh, army around you. mock says, Vorel, very close. Vorel <sighs> almost make blowy, but still here. Got to go, Vorel. He says he brings his face closer to you and you smell the armpits and shit even stronger. <laughs> <laughs> Got to
4: go, Vorel!
2: And then he runs off to the to the you know the battlements of the vehicles surrounded in a circle. Uh, you look around and you see uh, Admiral Chrysorius providing directions. Nobieri, Monsoon Cabbage is nearby. Um, the two Nashes are also helping on the front lines as well as Bertrand Bolg. Uh Your teammates are are all unconscious but living, as far as you can tell from a quick cursory glance. Well,
3: with my one hit point, I will stagger up and you know, let the camera spin around my feet viewing the insanity about me I want to check Stanley or he was the one mm. that went down
2: the big- Stanley's clothes are a little charred and burnt um but he uh, you know he's got a blood coming out of his nose but he's Lying unconscious, as far as you can tell, without a medicine check to further investigate any ailments or predicament. Alright,
3: I think I see White Nash over there, is that true? Mm-hmm. Alright, I'll start limping my way over to him.
2: Okay. Oh, uh, Varel! Okay, good. You're up. Uh, so it got really bad in there, and... Uh, yeah, anyways, I'm glad to see you're okay. You have the spells. The healing spells. Uh, yeah, I I just, I didn't want to use them without, you know, you guys seemed okay, I just wanted a bit of advice. Everyone's kind of busy right now. Uh, do you want me to cast some healing spells on, on people?
3: Please, my companions, and myself if you can spare.
2: Okay, uh, just one second, I gotta consult my spell sheet, um... So can you can you just, like, give me a minute, and I will get back to you. <laughs> <sighs>
3: Nashes. <laughs> yeah. I'll head back over to the party. I'll kind of line them up, having some idea of ranges and AoEs, so I kind of stack them touching feet in kind of a big triangle, assuming that it will allow AoE spells I've seen Stanley and others do to hit them all at once. Okay. Maybe, maybe cross their <clears throat> cross their hands on their chest and kind of make them look spellish.
2: Okay, getting them ready for the heals kind of thing? Yeah. All right, perfect. Uh, all right, well, I'm going to get... Uh, I'm just looking at the spell list for... <laughs> We don't have a cleric in here, so I'm not familiar. So I just I don't want to do something crappy. Okay, here we go. All right, so he's, he's going to cast Cure Wounds on the party at a higher level. So when he casts, and he has I would think okay fifth level. All right, so five. It's one d8 and one d8 for spell slot of second level higher. So that would be five d8. So um, I would everyone I would set your hit points to one, please. Jeez. No dying, but you were at one. And he's going to go one by one and cast Healing Word on the three of you. Not you, Varel, because you seem okay, unless you specifically ask him for it. Um, I will roll for the amount healed. Uh, 21 hit points for everyone. And at this moment, you could benefit from a short rest after waking up or in this area. You're sort of in this safe zone where you can sit down. Well, not for well, maybe for an hour. So I'm sorry, we're all we're all
0: at one. What did you just roll? What was that? Yeah, you were all at one, and then
2: well, you're all at twenty two now. Okay, all right. So So that's what that roll did. You were all caught in a giant explosion. That's all you know. You come to with twenty two hit points. Okay,
0: gotcha
3: i will in turn offer each of you a hand to help you up of course the sweet wrist grab kind of grab as i pull you up
2: yeah and as everyone wakes up you see you're encircled in the caravan of vehicles somewhere in the valley of the solar mines um, there are goblins, like ally forces, all around fighting off hordes, uh, sort of rushing towards your position. It looks precarious. And there are Elhandari ships flying overhead, dropping empathy grenades on the hordes, sort of preventing them from meaningfully uh, getting past your, your barricades. And you're kind of in the middle, sort of in a just general section where you can do planning, decide your next moves. That's what you get the sense of. In attendance right now, Monson Cabbage lands down on the ground. He's here. Nobieri's here. Admiral Chrysorius is here. The two Nashes and Bertrand the Jeweler Mulg is here as well.
5: So just to be clear, we <clears throat> did we benefit from a short rest or are we in a position where we could take a short rest if that's what I would say you've been going. out for a little while, so I would say sh- just short
2: rest it up because that... You know, if you want to spend hit dice or whatever, then then go ahead and do it. We're not going to get too technical about that. It's wartime, and it's a war rest. We'll say that. <laughs> a ten-minute break in the foxhole with bullets flying overhead kind of thing.
1: As long as we're not dealing with trench feet, I'm good.
2: Yeah. Ew.
3: I will reach down, as now my companions have roused and See if Grojil's on my chest.
2: The eye is there. Do
3: I still have Chrome's bane and my my sword?
2: Your equipment still in hand.
3: Okay. I'll give a little sigh, remembering what Grojil taught me. Friends, we feud. Excuse me. We fell, the mighty foe.
2: <laughs> we fell, the mighty fell. Fell, the mighty foe fell.
3: Have you still fight in you?
1: I'm not dead yet.
3: As much as one can
0: have with 21 hit points, says Nash.
5: Stanley sort of takes a look around and just sort of says, I don't. See a particular option otherwise.
3: Then let's continue. Seems our companions here have made a glorious final stand, but we are needed once again.
2: Admiral Chrysorius, who's providing directions, seeing hearing speech behind him, just out of the corner of his eye, he looks, turns around, he says. Sleli so Prime, you're all right. And he he comes towards you, Stanley, and kneels down. And he says, "Can you? St- uh, I see you can stand up. Um, how, how, how are you? I, 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 we're in need of your guidance right now."
5: Right now, we don't need my guidance. We need yours. You're the military mind. We need to get out of this situation. We're holding here,
2: but there are other forces and other battles occurring all across the solar mines. Um, This isn't important. We're here to keep them busy, to keep the fight going. If you're up and able, the entrance that we planned to enter below is enveloped in lava and we need a plan B to get you inside the underground or this entire battle's for naught. The two Nashes here have not entirely been helpful with this. Um, perhaps your Nash can be helpful finding us a, a, a way in and we'll ferry you in and we'll take care of the battle here. This this one here is not your fight. You must get that. And he points to the triangular sphere down below.
5: Nash, do you have any other idea on how we can get down below into the Solar Mines?
0: Um, no, because I've never been below. As far as this lava problem.
2: Oh, you've been below.
0: Have I been below? Have I been that long. You,
2: describe, you described it to me in that episode when we talked about where the slaves are underneath. Oh, oh, oh okay. Like By the below, underground. that's what, yeah.
0: the, what we mean. Okay.
2: Yeah, the underground where the slaves are doing uh, other solar mine stuff, where you were raised. Right, right.
0: Well, in that case, I know all about it in there, but I don't think Nash would know another way in. Mm. Like, through the lava that would be the only way... I mean, that's, the, that's how you get in. But
2: search your memory. You grew up here, right? Yeah. So, like... You know, you were a little shit, I'm sure, for a time. Like, didn't the director uh, might have... Um, you might have gotten in trouble getting into places you weren't supposed to, maybe? No? Is that... Um...
0: You weren't really allowed to. You were... You know, you were made to study when it was time to study, sleep when it was time to sleep. You would really didn't have any... I mean, there were guards all the time. So mm-hmm. you never really had a chance to, like, sneak
2: anywhere. You never snuck anywhere, ever? Um... No. Okay, that's not true. Your- that's not true.
0: I went to, uh... There's a story I've never told. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Here's the story. Uh... There was a night, but this is before I got put down in the mines. So this this is early when I'm still being sort of, I don't know, groomed to be whatever I'm going to be. And um, I'm ha- having access to these old books and these old things, and they're teaching us and all that. Um, we weren't allowed to go near the kitchen or kitchens, and uh, there was a night where I snuck out to get food because I was hungry. But that didn't reveal anything about a way down there or alternate ways in there.
2: Well, uh, one of the Nashes speaks up and says, uh, Nash, what about that one time we, um, you know, we stole some, uh, some books.
0: Well, that may be one difference between me and you, white Nash. I never stole any books. If I did, I'd still have them.
2: He would say it oh, right <laughs> Well, I mean, lots happened since then and now, but we didn't exactly bring our books with us. But do you not remember the the more the more suburban area where the, the the enlightened people got to stay?
0: I I remember that. Well, you remember um... we were all working to go there.
2: Eventually, that was the idea. Well, do you remember Dick Pendleton? Did you have a Dick Pendleton? <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, table talk. Do I do I know this Dick Pendleton? <laughs> I heard his yeah, name. That's up before. to you.
2: Did you know? Do you want to go along with this and say like, oh yeah, Dick Pendleton? Or, um, you know no, what? I don't. This is, this is a character creation choice right here. No, what I you, like this.
0: Let's make Dick Pendleton. I want to know more about him. So yeah, I'd say <laughs> so, well, I remember his name. Sure.
2: He was a kid in our like you know they called them classes, but it was kind of like forced learning, right? Like yeah. I loosely loo- used the term. Well, you remember he dared us to like go up, go up and and take a book. Vague, vaguely, I guess I'd kind of remember that. Like I, that class, it was a class about like learning about like I don't know what what, what movie they would just made us watch movies and taped our eyeballs open. You remember that? Yeah. And then after class, after class, he, he called you like he said you weren't brave he said he called you a, like we don't really say those words anymore We called you a wussy oh, you know yeah. you were just
4: yeah you know, i remember that he said
2: i'm not and then he said well if you're not go 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 sneak up that hallway and steal that book
0: okay yeah i kind of remember that but i still don't right? understand if i stole that book how that got how that gets us any closer to the the core of this well episode. that's how
2: we get down right the main entrance is down but there's like wherever that book was there's got to be a way in. Oh, good point. We just got to remember where it was. Do you remember what? It, I, like, I sort of remember when I went up, when I got up there, I couldn't believe the amount of not just books, but they had movies there, and they had like, like, like really nice blankets and a bunch of clothes, and everyone looked pretty clean in there. But I mean, we just took the book and got out. I do remember
0: I remember they were pretty highfalutty over there Kind of hated them for that So I do have memory of that But as far as like specific locations I don't remember any doors Or hallways or what direction to go Or any of that stuff Maybe if we went together Or somehow figured out a way to scope that out together I don't think either of us are very stealthy
2: So Monsoon Cabbage steps up And he says I'm glad I got everyone his, his, his clothes are pretty, like, uh, tattered up and stuff like that. Admiral Chrysoria speaks up. He says, yes, uh, Monsoon Cabbage got all of you out. Thank you, Monsoon. <clears throat> Sorry, I, my job here, I didn't want to take a I wasn't trying to take some sort of credit for anything. I just wanted to say I've been flying up in the air a lot. And I noticed that uh, there's this area where there's a dome. It seems like there's a lot of clean meat in there. I mean humans. <laughs> Do you clean suppose meat. your clean place my highfalutin place might be in this dome?
0: Well, probably. It's the only I mean, if it was like it was then, it's the only place anybody was clean. So sure.
2: That's as good a that's as good a uh, objective as any. Admiral Chrysorius turns to you, Stanley says does that confer a
5: high degree of confidence when he speaks that way, or low? Honestly, I have no idea at this point. Nash is a unknown quantity, but it's the only information we have to go off of.
2: Well, um, what are we... What are we thinking, guys? Says unfortunate Nash, the Nash who summoned the meteor swarm <laughs> earlier. He's down there. <laughs> you know who's you, probably need not cast any spells. <laughs> you, know, you know who's probably
0: not stealthy at all. Unfortunate Nash is my guess. Um, I mean, if we're going to get over there, we got to have well, a more than twenty-two hit points, and b we got to be able to do this quietly. So, I would say. Um, we probably all should go at the same time, and the, and the two Nashes, uh, me and White Nash, will try to point us all in the right directions as we get there. I don't think separating
2: or splitting up is going to do us any good
0: in this part of our quest.
2: Well, take whoever you need, but make, make the, we need a quick decision. And by the way, don't forget your long rest in a can <laughs> you've got on your, in your equipment.
0: Yeah, I would probably take, this would be the time to take it. Do we all still have that, or just a cup, some of
2: us? You all well, still have it and haven't taken it. Okay. But
3: it does reduce your overall life by five years.
2: Yeah. I don't think... Mm.
3: Which for a lizard folk is like a tenth of your days.
2: Overall, oh, <laughs> by the way, for the killing blow on Grosjeel, I forgot to mention this earlier in a dramatic fashion, so let me just ham-handedly clamp it into here, but go ahead and take your next level at the end of the show. Or now, if you
5: can get it in uh, at the break.
2: Cool, what level all should right. I be? What's levels everyone else? 15?
5: 16 after the level up yeah. from Killing Gorjil. Oh, only only Vorel's getting the level up. So he'll be 16? Right, but at the end of last episode, you said we all leveled oh, up. Yeah, oh, 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 yeah, you did. Oh, did I actually? Oh, then never mind. All right, never mind then. Forget it. I, I thought you were that. giving him an extra one to catch him up to us. No, no no, he's no, one no, behind. no, 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 no.
2: I completely well, forgot that you did that. I would have, but then I forgot I gave everyone a level up. So just, just never mind that.
5: Congratulations, Kyle. You got the same thing everybody yeah. else did. <laughs>
2: Awesome. <laughs> I'm 15. I forgot and I planned it sort of differently, forgetting that I did that last week. So, yeah, awkward. Um, anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Uh, the The um, The battle continues raging on behind you and um, Monsoon says "Uh, look guys I can go with you if you want me to although I feel like I'm doing a lot of good out here
3: Nash what is the purpose of this clean room
0: Uh, the cleanness is just if if you graduated up and learned what you were supposed to and fell in line with what you know they expected from you then then this was like the ultimate place you would end up you might get a cool job or you might get you know <laughs> other stuff but really the idea was you're going to live better now you're going to have clean clothes you're going to have a way to wash yourself all the time you're going to have you know all the the food and wine and books and things that you'd ever want here this was like this was like the highest level of that batshit society they were trying to build there
3: and we could gain access to the lower levels in this place?
0: that That's the only part I have no guarantee about. I don't know. I assume so because it's underneath.
2: There, there are gates. Uh, as I was flying up, I saw the Kuromokishi who are stationed in their exit to go fight in the battle. As far as I can see, the gates are unattended. Admiral Chrysler says we could bring a ship. We could fly you in, you could parachute down, hit the doorway, go into the domed city, find the entrance.
1: It's the only lead we have at the moment.
2: The time of the
3: essence, I believe this is the path.
2: All right, Admiral Chryslerus gets on the home uh, on, on, on his uh, headset. he says, I need a ship. Immediately at rendezvous point seven two five point seven five six, I need it now. And then overhead, you see a ship sort of take uh, off and and, and appear. I'm um, just for dramatic flair. We'll have the ship show up. Was it flies over top, <laughs> flies over top of everyone, uh, and uh, you know a laser ladders um, rolled down. <laughs> So who do you want to take with you? Is it just the four of you? Who's Who All's going on this mission? I mean,
0: I think all four of us should go. That would be Nash's position.
2: Yeah, but I mean, in terms of others. <laughs> like, um, so I've lined up all the NPCs that are remaining. Uh, you can, you know, choose uh, who you want to bring with you.
1: Uh, we could bring White Nash for the healing spells. Yeah,
3: good idea. Yeah, I think we can triangulate lore as well between the Nashes, and bringing all three might allow us to have at least a idea of where we're going um,
1: and then um if we're going into the dark monsoon cabbage would probably be a benefit
3: that's true would everyone out here die though without him since he's the last like mega high level cleanup Could crew
1: they'd be evacuated
2: Hmm. Well, the battle's ongoing and chaotic in several spots. So this isn't the only battle. This is one of the battles. that. Um, so. so if you
0: send them somewhere, they're just fighting somewhere else, right?
2: Like, Well, there are, there are several ongoing battles throughout. I'll take you to the overall battle map here just so you get a sense of what's going on with the war. Um, so, you know, there are a lot less there, but there are skirmishes uh, down south. Uh, there's still skirmishes by the gate, although they're pretty much cleared up, and there's skirmishes by the government buildings occurring. And you know half the ships uh, have been have been lost. Okay. So you know there, it is winding down, but at the same time um, there's still ongoing skirmishes. You've lost Dain Talos, which is your ace in the hole, um, nigh unkillable being. So yes, uh, Kyle is right. He is the strongest player in terms of the war. So that could have a, an impact on how things play out up here.
3: And we're using the goblins as the foot soldiers, and if Bok Bok dies, they might all run for the wind. So Monsoon Cabbage being here keeps the force, and also, uh, what's his face, um, Grand Admiral is here too. So I think we sort of lose all the factions and control the top if we take Monsoon with us. What about the, um the jeweler? the jeweler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The
2: jewelers I feel just like kind
1: more piece of muscle would be important.
2: Yeah, he just, you look over to the jeweler. Ju- you say, what about the jeweler? The four of you look over to the jeweler, and he just looks at you, and he spits on the ground. And he nods. He's in.
4: Well, with
1: two Nashes and the jeweler, that might be more than enough that we can handle. <laughs>
2: well if one of them gets out of line the other one can they can just fight each other and you can just leave them be probably so that's kind of a self-solving problem maybe
3: do we want any red shirts
1: sure I mean why not if they fit
0: there's plenty of them
1: and if that reduces our chances of taking direct damage while we find out where we need to go it's a good idea
2: damn hopes become a ruthless aristocrat this
1: is war man <laughs> looking at numbers you're not like, looking at individuals hey man stories. it's better
2: that one of the soldiers die than the leader
1: we got to get the we're the ones who know how to work the machine right no.
2: you're not lawful good that's fine uh, right. no it's <laughs> no. character appropriate
4: okay
5: Stanley what if we brought a- us uh, looks at the crowd a people and just he, he looks at everybody and just goes just get whoever we need on the ship how whatever we need and he walks up and starts climbing the ladder okay
2: Stanley just doesn't Stanley is, seems a little mm, not in great spirits as he walks straight to the ladder and just tells you to do whatever and Admiral Chrysorius uh, finally noticing this gives him a, a raised eyebrow as you walk by and uh, Admiral Chrysorius Steps over to you Varel Can I take you aside for a minute I don't think Stanley's doing very well
3: This is not he, the time for one of his moods
2: He lost some <laughs> compa- He lost some companions In the battle Now I know his relationship to Diantalus is complex and all the Elhendari elves grieve at the loss of an archfey. Now's not the time to lose one's resolve. They all signed up for certain death, including yourselves. Just keep an eye on him. We need him.
3: Ah, do you happen to have a cursed artifact of some kind? Or when we encountered this thing in a bank Stanley became all business and we could use that Stanley
2: (laughs) do you speak of spirits mead and thus he is half human Um, a, a beer might improve his spirits yes there should be some on the ship there should be some sort of food replication devices on there order him a beer Will do. Would we
3: benefit from one of your... How did you say it? Empathy specialists.
2: Well, the... Um, the Lothinsula Accords strictly prohibit the use of empathy grenades in Elhandari on Elhandari violence. Not without consent, but... Uh, it's treasonous to suggest such a thing to, about the Celele Prime. But if I'm simply answering your question, Empathy Grenade might be your passage in to resolving his issues, but it should be done with the guidance of a proper therapist. At the very least, where is, um is Dr... Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, sorry, it's been so long. How can I forget such a thing? Oh my god, Kristen's going to kill me. Doctor,
1: yeah, yes, Junior Doctor, It's <laughs> been a while.
2: I'm like, there's so many character names. Uh, Dude, do- you're
1: talking to a pregnant woman. I can't even remember <laughs> the name of my family members.
2: <laughs> Where is she, Doctor? Oh wait, is she not in the thing anymore? Gosh, damn it. Um, Happy Lady, uh, what's her name? I can't. Happy Lady.
1: Oh, you mean the character I played?
2: Yeah, 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 the other oh, the uh, doctor, Doctor Liriel. Liriel, thank you. like, uh, perhaps Liriel would be a good person for therapy, but I, I think she's remained on Mars and not here. Uh, do we have an? Um, I can see if there's an emergency therapist in, in remaining standing.
3: Should Hand me the that? grenade. <laughs>
2: He takes an empathy grenade from his belt and puts it in your hand like predator style like just with a firm elf class stronger than you anticipated. I will return your Soleil Prime to you and should
3: he remain emotional in the face of certain death I will
2: use this. (laughs) Okay. Alright, you have an empathy grenade. Mark it on your your, uh, character sheet. Hey, uh... Admiral Chrysorius grabs your shoulder and says, Thank you. May El watch over you.
3: For peace. Mm. For all of us. And I'll kind of, you know... Wait, am I the last one on the on the ship? Or no, no, Stanley,
2: is- Stanley walked off. Everyone's down there. You're just having a private consultation, so you can turn to everyone and speak. I,
3: I turn and lament the fact that I can't grab onto the ladder and have that fly off with me holding onto the ladder because not everyone's on board yet. So... Mm. I turn back to the group. <laughs> Let's load up.
2: All right. Okay. Yeah. You, if everyone doesn't resist, you can load up. So you're loading up. Let me make sure I write down who we're bringing here because I probably have to make some adjustments. Uh, you're bringing Jeweler, right? Yes. Uh, yep. Thank you. The
3: Jeweler who is on Nash control, Nash focus control.
2: Yeah. Okay, nah, not me. right Nash control.
5: <laughs> Man, yeah, short end of the stick with that job. Jeez. Uh so White Nash <laughs> There's three got, of
0: them. There's three Nashes. Oh my gosh.
5: Yeah, we
2: got White Nash and Fortunate Nash. Is unfortunate Nash going or are you leaving him behind?
0: Um I think oh, wasn't clear on that? I think he should go. We need we're going right. to need more magic
2: stuff, so. <laughs> we need the firepower. No. No, um don't. so Chrysorius, <laughs> cabbage <laughs> staying behind? Nobieri, uh, staying behind. Um, uh, okay, and Bachbach staying behind. So that's it. You're bringing the jeweler and two extra gnashes. and then Gob-
1: um, as many goblins <laughs> and elves as can be spared in this little area of the battle.
2: Okay, Admiral Chrysorius goes around, taps shoulders on goblins. Uh, the goblins don't listen, so then Bok-Bok has to go, 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 goblin, go, go, Pharrell! So goblins kind of show up, all like picking their ears. are just like they're antsy. They're looking for a fight. And Bok-Bok directs them to get on the ship. Um, How many, Varel? Need no. Not too many. Fifty? Wait a minute,
3: that'd be too many. That'd be all of them here, right?
2: Bok- I don't know.
3: <laughs> bok we will work on your counting when I return. Give me five.
2: Five-oh. Five-oh Okay, you, you Ah, you You, a special, special guy he brings one over who has like one big undertooth And who else?
1: If an elf or two can be spared
2: Alright, so I'm gonna get two elves Gamal Chrysaurus looks around Tags two elves, tells them to go up. Uh, Varel, there are also lizard folk around. There's few of them, but they are. You do see them on the front lines. They're they're. You'd have to yell out after them to get them.
3: Yeah. No. I've uh, they, their presence is inspiring others to keep battling, particularly on the front lines. So removing them would be a blow to morale here. In Varel's terminology.
2: Hmm. Very sensible. All right, I'm just writing down the, some names here. Okay, so they move up into the, the ship. Everyone else can get on. Um, who's in control of the triangosphere currently? I think Hope has the remote for it. Yeah. I forgot I
0: had a remote.
2: Okay, perfect. So the uh, the party moves up into the ship, and you are now last on the ladder, Varel, on the laser ladder. I'll Did turn you have a to, speech you wanted? Oh, yeah, okay.
3: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll turn to Monsoon Cabbage. What's his name he goes by now?
2: Well, except when Weir- Mayor was his old Teeflink name. He's Monsoon Cabbage now. Okay.
3: keep them safe this is the last bastion of their morale I trust mm. you with this Fortidcala a fine place to put your faith
2: yeah, and he supermans up into the air because he's a vampire and then he just immediately rushes uh, down off into the distance to find another battle to help out boof <laughs> All right, um, you are now in the air. You're in the ship, uh, the ship hold. It's not going to be. It's gonna take take very long. The pi- uh, uh, you hear the the, the pilot uh, over the intercom. <laughs> uh, we'll be at we'll be at the destination in about two minutes. Prepare yourselves for jump.
1: All right, and then hump's going to turn everyone turn to everyone, I'm just going. All right, now since. We're going underground, it's probably going to be a lot of closed off spaces, we may run into groups of bad guys. My thought here is that the elves throw the empathy grenades, as many as necessary to quell whatever size group. You guys know the sizes, I don't, for these grenade effects. And then once they're sedated, we rush in, we kill them. And that's how we do it, as little damage sustained as possible.
2: The goblins look to you and they go, What if, make damage, oopsie?
1: What's oopsie?
2: Oh, oopsie. Make axe. Axe go, And axe go cutty. And bloody go,
1: that's all right. You know, accidents happen. We, we even have accidents sometimes. That's all right. I
2: like Horn Lady. <laughs>
1: just wait for the blowers to go off and then go in. And then you can have as many accidents as you want.
2: <laughs> good, good. Plan good. Bok, bok, oh, she's good shaking king. Her head.
1: She can't believe she just said that. <laughs>
2: All right, perfect. So you've got two minutes. The two elves have just gone into motion right away. Stanley, you're up first. You get a back. uh, They strap a parachute onto you very carefully. Uh, Nash, (laughs) the three dashes, they just hit you with, like they just slam you in the chest with it. Like, here you go, put your parachute on. And they give one to each of the nashes. And uh, Varel, they give you a parachute and then Hope, they approach you and give you a parachute as well. Um, You know what you're doing out of all the teammates when it comes to like gear and equipment so you're able to put it on more ably white nash turns to you nash and he goes um you know how to work this (laughs) no you don't
1: hope we'll go over and start checking everybody
2: yeah. yeah, the jeweler puts his on. He's got no problem. He's never done it before, but he just has toxic male confidence, so he's putting it on. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's just putting it on, and Anxiety. he's not doing a he's not <laughs> doing a bad job of it either, right? That's the annoying part. Um, Varel, do you put a parachute on? What
3: is the meaning of this backpack?
1: If you hit the ground, you're dead. So it stops you from dying.
0: Think of it as slow fall from Stanley, except uh, a physical way of doing it. No magic. You might, you might like that. It's the warrior's way.
5: Stanley, do you take insult in this? No. If In fact, I would actually prefer you use this instead of asking me to save you again.
3: You are grumpy, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Very well.
2: One of the elves comes up to the party and says, um, Should we hit the door? Or should we hit the glass and cut our way in?
0: We're hitting the door, answer. right? I mean,
2: yeah.
1: It was unguarded as the report went.
2: Yeah. All right. Here we go. And he starts lining up the goblins one by one and lining you up. Do you know what order? Who wants to jump first? Jump last? Jump order, please. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Give me a jump Stanley order. If Stanley
5: got on first, so we'd probably be all the way in the back. So we'd probably be one of the last ones. <laughs> to <head laughs> <He's>, out. <laughs> Okay, all right. So, Stan- I would guess near the back, but also, strategically speaking, if somebody messes up their parachute, I can catch them. Yep, Stanley bravely moves to the back of the line. <laughs>
3: Wait, do the goblins all have uh, parachutes? Yes, they do. Do they look like they know what they're doing? No. <laughs> no. All right, I will. I will pick up all three goblins.
2: Five, there's five. Oh,
3: that's a lot of goblins.
2: That is a lot of goblins. So you go to pick up one or two, and uh, one of the elves turns to you and says, "Um, you don't got to carry them, you can hold hands on the way down if you're a bit uh, nervous about jumping. (laughs) Very well. Encircle
3: with me, goblins.
2: All right, so Varel reaches arms out on both sides, and the goblins form a hand-holding circle.
1: Hope will ask to join this circle.
2: All right. Hope you you cut in, and the one the goblin who likes you goes, "Yes, like horn lady." And then he they break <laughs> they break open and they <laughs> hold the hand on either side.
3: Yes, the circle grows strong. <clears throat> Everyone join the circle.
2: Um, white the white Nash and unfortunate Nash looks to you, Nash, and um, is this doesn't really feel like our thing, but also I don't want to be like left out. Uh, I don't want to be that guy. Are you joining Nash? Yeah, I'll join. Alright, so then all the Nashes join. Yep. (laughs) Alright, and then everyone, uh, you know, uh, everyone looks around and one of the goblins say, "Mm, someone missing! Who's missing? And the goblins sort of look around, they peer around the bodies, and then all the goblins are staring at you, Stanley.
5: No Elf problem. boy, I have no problem being part of the circle. I just need to be free to save one of you. Should one of you fail to use your parachute, magic doesn't just take care of itself. It requires a waving of hands. I need to keep one it free. Of, one of the goblins smiles at you and says, "Okay,
2: thank you." <laughs> <laughs> They're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, over the intercom here. <laughs> All right, we're getting close. Get ready. And then the door opens up and the air blows in. And everyone's clothes are going crazy. And um who's taking the lead on the, the jumping circle? I mean
0: it should be someone who's possibly fodder.
2: No, but I mean, who's, who's like leading the dance? Tell oh, me what, oh. what you guys are doing. You
0: know, yeah. Uh, well, not Nash because he's no good at that.
3: Yeah, I start directing people towards the exit. Start pulling the circle. Okay.
2: Uh, well, you start pulling, and everyone's a little quiet. So Bertrand goes, "F this!" But he says the full word like so slow, and he just jumps out of the plane. Jeweler's first to go.
3: Well, Nash, are you going to let the jeweler show you up? Maybe.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and I'll jump out with whatever holds on to the circle.
2: All right. Varel's, Varel's will breaks first. He, he, he pulls the circle outside, uh, edges towards it. You look down. Varel, do you look down and, and do the, you know, dipping your toe in water or you just kind of go? You're I just, just go. 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 Full bravery mode. Uh, you jump off the side. Um, everyone make a uh, athletics check please as the wind begins ripping the circle open and people have to use strength to hold on
0: A 18 for Nash
1: 10 for Hope
5: Uh, I have a question Mm -hmm. Um, is uh, so I tried checking the spell I didn't see anything about getting knocked unconscious ending it Uh, And it's not concentration. Does force that continue, even if I've been knocked unconscious? You cast that last week, right? No, Um, I cast it before the beginning of the battle. It lasts for eight hours. No, I mean like last week's episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Uh,
2: yeah, it's not a concentration spell, so you just have it for eight hours.
5: Okay. And you said athletics or acrobatics?
2: This is athletics. Uh... Strength, an arm thing. You're not in the circle. That's oh, you I'm not in the circle, so I won't roll. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, Hope, uh, you and the goblin, one of the goblins you have your hand held with, slips open, and now everyone's in a semicircle. And the goblin goes, no!
4: Nah! Horde lady, come back!
2: As he sort of splits out. But you, everyone else is still holding hands, okay, as the ground rushes up. And White Nash turns to you and says, Nash! Where, when do we open our parachutes? Uh, but how far,
0: how far are we up? Like, Is it way to eyeball you're,
2: you're it? Still, it's still far, but it's approaching fast as you free fall through the air. Uh, I've been skydiving, so I don't really know how it feels.
0: It's,
1: it's pretty cool. It doesn't Your stomach's not up in your throat, if that makes any sense. <laughs> it feels like you're just in front of a big, windy fan.
0: Cool. That's that sounds it. like fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, then I would yeah. tell them, um, uh, pull cord at about fifty feet. I don't know. I have no idea.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
2: I have no idea. How but, do we know we're at fifty feet? Um. That seems
0: close, doesn't it? You're probably going to have to eyeball it. I don't know. It is close.
2: I don't know. I'm terrible at this. White Nash. You have any ideas? Yes. I'm the one talking. Maybe we'll ask Unfort- Unfortunate Nash. Unfortunate Nash is like, what? Uh, he doesn't seem to know. He's kind of lost. His eyes are buggered out.
1: Hope will point to the elves and kind of mouth, watch the elves.
2: Yeah. And the elves look at each other, and they sort of begin. Um, so one of them, one of them, uh, they don't want to let go because they're also in the circle. So one of them wraps their leg around one of the goblins, so they're hooked by the legs, and then frees up a hand, and then goes like four. Or sorry, five, and then he goes four, and he holds it for a while, then three. Then is there anyone not paying attention to this this elf? No, I'm watching. Two, Grab one. Me. My hand is on the cord. Yeah, and then he says, he motions for people to start ripping the cord, <laughs> and he lets go of people. He lets go. Everyone's got to let going. go and start ripping cords. All right. <laughs> yeah, just like that.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. All right, perfect. So uh, get let me get an acrobatics or sleight of hand check for everyone as they've got to... Or sleight of hand... And an athletics check. Give me the results of both, please. Sleight of hand first, athletics second. Six. Not great. For sleight of hand? Yeah. Okay.
0: Eighteen.
2: Sorry. So, eighteen. Seven for Varel. Eighteen for Hope. Okay. Uh, and Stanley, you got to do this too because you're ripping your cord as well. Yeah,
5: twenty-four sleight of hand mm-hmm. and uh, twenty-one athletics.
2: Okay, can I get the athletic rolls for? Oh, the other yeah, three, right,
5: please.
4: Twenty-two
1: for Hope.
0: Uh, natural twenty for a twenty-one.
2: Okay, and Varel.
3: Thirteen.
2: Okay, Um, so Nash you go to pull the cord and you miss, stick your finger in your nose and just get stuck for a quick second and you start barrel rolling around Um, Hope you pull your uh, ripcord without problem and you start parachuting down towards the ground, you're quite close you'll be in the ground within seconds Um, Stanley with grace and um, ability, you pull it as if you've been doing it for hundreds of years And smoothly move into a gliding paratrooping position. Uh, Varel, you as well just like can't seem to find it. You go to pull, and then it's not there, and you pull, and it's not there, and you pull, and it's not, and you're just like a little confused. It's just not quite working out. Um, The ground rushes up faster and faster as the rest of the group floats up. Uh, You also have one of the goblins stuck to you as well, and you you hear him go, NOOOOO! Uh, so Nash and Varel, you have a second chance to make your rolls. This, oh, right.
0: this is the sleight of hand roll, right? Yeah. Sleight of hand, then athletics, please. So did that, that nat 20 netted me nothing, I guess, right? That's right. Okay. Uh, he netted you a finger in your nose. Great. All right,
2: here we
3: go. 14 on sleight of hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15 on athletics.
2: Okay. Six for uh,
0: sleight you- of hand for me, and... Uh, sorry, athletics will be a 20, not natural.
2: All right, well, um, Varel, you're able to find it finally. You pull it and move up, and you got a goblin stuck to your leg who's just, like, didn't understand the instructions. <laughs> to <stay> in there. <laughs> with, an, with an unpulled parachute. Um, the rest of the goblins have pulled their parachute, but they're tangled up into one giant uh, mess, uh, having sought each other out and clambered on but they seem fine anyways uh the elves are doing just great nash you continue to plummet through the earth ur- to the earth um and i'm gonna roll for your other nashes too um let me guess yeah they do okay uh what well no hang on they don't do okay white nash uh <laughs> is able to plummet uh, is able not plummet able to pull a shoot on the first try but um white uh, unfortunate nash uh He's having his own... Oh, shit. He's having his own difficulties, too. So you and Unfortunate Nash are racing towards the Earth. You both have a moment where you look at each other and he goes, what? As he's trying to... <laughs> as he's trying to... <laughs> at this point,
5: point, Stanley would hit him with Featherfall before they're too far out of range. Okay. Um, yeah, well, they would have one more chance or hit Earth. Oh,
2: okay. You can hit them with Featherfall. If you don't do it now, they won't have a chance, so... Yeah, we'll hit him with Featherfall. Okay, so both you and Nash begin floating.
5: Wait, a minute. why did I just do that? You can fly.
2: Oh, yeah. You
5: dumbass.
0: <laughs> no, good point. I don't need to. <laughs>
2: Stanley lowers down by you, calling you a dumbass. <laughs>
5: No, 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 no. <laughs> ah! I'm just yelling I'm in full panic mode.
0: Yeah, I'll go, oh, right, and then I'll
2: kick in my ability. All right, and the ground beneath you, you see like basically rough dirt highway, and it hits this toll booth that's currently unmanned, and then in the dome ahead of you, you see inside what looks to be a suburban city that maybe you've seen in a picture in a legendary ripped-up magazine. Something almost like kind out of a fairy tale or iconic. It's it's an interesting sight, and a road goes in, and there's a few pickup trucks on the inside, uh, probably where whoever was guarding left them, but then went out for the war. You don't know who they are. Um, but currently there's a toll gate and some trucks parked nearby as everyone hits the ground, and as well as a Jetta, a Honda Jetta. Is it Honda? Whoever makes no, Jetta. No, it's Volkswagen.
5: No, yeah. <laughs> but maybe in this universe. <laughs> yeah, maybe in this universe. Sure.
2: Why not? I mean, if you want a four-door sedan, there's one available as well.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the elves uh, land. The jeweler is already down on the ground. And he spits and he starts walking over the truck and the, one of the trucks and inspecting it. <clears throat> I think this little B word will do. It's a crusty fella. What's that? Nothing. I didn't say nothing. Yeah, that's what I thought. (laughs) I may be a crusty fella, but you got a crusty mouth. Well, that's hardly an insult. Does
3: he look like he's going to drive?
2: He's. No, no, he's, he's inspecting the car. You know the way car people do where they look at the car and they're kind of checking it out? He's kind of looking at it right now.
3: Yeah. I'm going to kind of gravitate towards hope. I want to ride with whatever vehicle she's driving.
2: All right, Ash, where are we going? Uh, down. Well,
0: I don't see it.
2: I don't either. Stairwell here. What kind of direction is that? You dummy. I
0: don't know either. (laughs) I don't know. I just know it needs to be down. I told you guys this up there. I don't know the exact hallway or doorway or any of that. I haven't been here in thirty years.
2: Well, look, I, I guess that giant lizard guy must have knocked all the sense out of all of you. You're so quiet. We're in the middle of a war. Where are we, where the beep are we going? Yes, <laughs> I was listening to you talk. You said something about a clean place, and there's clean people in there. Did they not got a bar? Do they got a store like a confectionery? A play? Like, what do they do for commerce? Commerce? Is going to be the cleanest mother place that you're going to find. What kind of commerce they got in there, Nash?
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know. Because again, I, w- I hadn't graduated to this place yet. So I don't know. Those were all the. All right. The, well, the, if, the, you,
2: yeah. if you live here and you don't know something, how do you find it? They got a telephone. Wait, you guys don't know what telephones are, right? I I mean, heard- we got walkie talkies. You should know what telephones are.
0: I n- I've heard of them. Oh
2: man, <laughs> we're gonna die. <laughs>
0: I told you up top, I don't know much about it down here.
2: Alright, so here's the here's the plan. I gotta start taking control. You guys are so quiet and sullen, I don't know what the hell happened. The only one talking any sense is the lizard guy. All right. And and the tiefling ladies okay too, but you, the triplets over here, <laughs> triplets over here, and the emo elf boy—they're not giving me a lot of confidence here. We need to get in the game, people. All right, we're gonna kill some dudes. All right. Yes, yes, we
3: are here to kill. We are here to be victorious. All three Nashes in the back of the truck.
2: <laughs> the unfortunate Nash and White Nash, seeing your ability to command, immediately comply.
3: All right, Nashes, all three of you. Where are we going?
2: Well, no, that's just it. They don't know uh, Varel. So here's what you know. What you know? What you do when you don't know something? You ask directions. So I say we get in these trucks and we go ask somebody. And if they don't tell us, we'll make them tell us. Cool. You might have like to- a good mother plan. You might have to kill them. No, nobody here is going to give you anything willingly. Well, as long as it feels good when I do it, I don't mind.
3: <laughs> All right, where are we on at on the map here?
2: Um, so, like on the overall map, you would just be like at an entranceway to, on one of the edges. I don't wouldn't say specifically where. Um, there would be four. What you would see in the air is there were four entrances, like a north, south, east, west. So you're dropped off, let's say, at the south entrance. <laughs> So the road heads into the town where you can see the skyscraper landscape and a suburban landscape before it. It's not that large, however. It's like a Barbie house version, so don't picture the Matrix or Endless Sky. It looks kind of like a doll's house version. So three or four skyscrapers and, you know, a small town's number of buildings, A a model area, if you will. All right.
3: let's find a local:
2: All right, everyone hops into the trucks and you take off as the car engine moves up. It's a stick shift, hope. So I think that that's an enjoyable thing for people that like cars. It's not yes. automatic. yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. In the back in the back of the truck, I'm going to bend down for all three nashes,
3: you know one on each side with maybe Nash prime in the middle, Nashes. We need you to remember. You must recall things. Nash, I've heard you. Nah, middle then. Prime Nash.
2: Uh, yeah, what? Yeah.
3: No, no Prime. Oh, oh
0: I'm Prime. Never. Don't listen to him. I'm Prime. Yes. Nash. Optimus
3: Prime. <laughs> <laughs> he says. You spoke of the sparkly vampires long ago. Yes. Where did they keep these books? Oh, the library. There we go. That's a location.
0: Yeah, but that was apart from this place. Because
3: <laughs> like I,
0: it, what's not part of the dome, it was part of the education stuff. You graduated to this place. So it's not in here. I don't know where it is in relation to here.
2: Look, or, you, you remember we stole that book for Dick Pendleton, right? Yeah. I'm telling you, I got a good feeling about this. If we just go this way, all right, we'll just figure out where a book like that. Do you remember what the book was?
0: No, it was something um, that didn't interest me at all. That's all I remember.
2: It was Twilight, right? That's how we know about vampires. No, we already had those. We read oh, those. Oh, shit. I didn't need to steal that. Was it, um, uh, what do they call that? Uh, The Old Man in the Sea. Uh,
0: did you read that one? No. Oh, you know what it was? You're close. It was that Moby Dick deal. And I thought it was funny because it had Dick in the name. So that's right. I really and we, it.
2: we thought it would kind of be like an insult to Dick Pendleton because he. He's the book's called Moby Dick, and he's a dick.
0: Yeah, he's a kind His of a dick. a dick. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, that is 100% correct. I would okay. have gone for that because it had the word dick in it, and it made me laugh.
2: So, we should they should ask about Moby Dick. Yes, where is Moby Dick? Uh,
0: in the library that I don't know where it is. <laughs> well, it's the book we stole. were. Yeah,
2: okay.
3: All right. <clears throat> I think we got this, Pharrell.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay,
2: clearly.
3: All right, which, which one is the one <laughs> talking right now?
2: Uh, White Nash. Unfortunately, Nash. Okay. Nash is kind of, he's a little bored. He's been playing with his sleeve.
3: Okay, does the truck have one of those little tiny windows on the back? It sure does. All right, I I've reach past him. I open the tiny window and kind of force White Nash's head into the hole. Give directions.
2: Um, well, I don't know. But look, there's a, look at that. Uh, pull in that neighborhood over there. And there's like a little off ramp that leads into a suburban neighborhood where the house kind of look all the same. And so, uh, hope pulls in Bertrand in the truck behind with the goblins and elves uh, follows in bumm, 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 and walking by there's a you see a, a, a you know rather rotund um, woman she's pushing a stroller and she has a purse on and she's got some little e- earbuds in and, and she turns around to see what the noise is and she, and she gives you guys a dirty look
3: you there we require directions
2: she starts walking faster, pushing the cart. Your speed weak, scared.
3: and we will catch up easily. Stop now!
2: Help! 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 <laughs> there are there are marauders here to get me. Help! Help!
3: Marauders, we hunger for the library.
2: Help! And she begins pushing even faster. <laughs> Super scared, and then some kids like um, walk, bike by on bicycles, and they kind of look at you as they bike by. And one of them points and looks at them, like, like a lizard guy. <laughs>
3: ah, that's youth, weird. Youth, where is the library? What the library?
2: Library? Lizard people can't read. <laughs> no, wait, wait. Lizard people are kind of cool though. <laughs> Yeah, and so the kids kind of just turn around and bike back, and they go, one of them says, why do you want to know about the library?
3: Because I'm looking for Dick Pendleton.
2: <laughs> kids are looking at each other and at them, we don't know Dick Pendleton.
3: And perhaps his brother Moby.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> look, why don't you just look it up on the internet, guys? The Internet. Yeah, yeah. And one
0: Where of, do one I of the find ki- this internet? It doesn't exist. I have, I, it doesn't exist I, outside the solar mines. They built one in here, to, and
2: they think it's everywhere. It's not. So one of the kids pulls up um, on his bike and, gets, and sort of does that thing where they balance the bike between their legs and pulls out this little black box and starts touching on it. He's like, what were you looking for? The library. The library. But what are you looking for at the library? Yeah. There's nothing cool at a library. If you're looking for something cool, you need to go to like um like the game store.
1: Hey, uh what about underground?
2: Oh, we're We're not allowed to go underground. Billy and I, I played mean, in the sewer once and mom got real pissed at us.
1: Where where was the sewer?
2: Well, this sewers everywhere. It's what carries our, you know, our poo.
1: Uh, Sure, but how do you get into it?
2: Hmm. Well, That's a weird question, Mitt. We don't know that. Lizard guy, you're cool, but your your lady friend's weird. Why is she asking us weird questions like that?
3: Because she wants to go underground, and I want to go to the library. We are confused at the moment. Please, give us a moment here. One
2: One of the kids points at the manhole and says, You can go down there. You get all the shit you want. Ashes.
3: What? Why are we looking for the library then?
0: Because we think it'll help us find the, a better way inside
3: down below. Right. Because you found, you you've snuck in there.
2: Yeah. What book are you looking for? I like Naruto. Do you read a, a manga? Or manga? What
0: is no, it's, this? that's I'm for losers. That's for losers. Don't worry about it. I know what he's losers. talking about. Yeah, losers.
2: I agree. Naruto sucks. I like One Punch.
0: Uh, one punch is kind
2: or of one, one piece. I mean, whatever. It's going to. <laughs> <laughs> no, one punch is the
1: superior one. We're good. Are, are
3: yeah. these all located at the library?
2: No, they- man, you got to buy them at the bookstore. Like uh, we got chapters, and we got uh, there's an indigo, and um, sometimes you can get the 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 Scholastic edition of young adult stuff at Walmart. But um, <clears throat> the prices
5: are better. The parents always go there. But bookstore is better usually. I knew there was a Walmart in the solar mine. I <laughs> damn well knew it. I've said it for years.
1: Varel, we have to get underground.
3: I, I will force my head through the truck hole, kind of climbing between the Nashes. <laughs> These gnashes are convinced that there is a convenient hole located in this place called the library.
2: Okay. Well, I...
3: It was 30 years ago. I don't know if it's still here what the deal is. Children, we are not cool like you. We still request this library.
2: Well, why don't you come over? We have a treehouse. We can show you our treehouse. Yeah, we built it with um, extra leftover wood our dad used for his camp. But it's really cool. We've got We've got a little library in there with our manga in it. Do you have to hang out with those friends, or are you allowed to hang out with um, other friends? Are they your parents?
3: We should find other
2: Are you a pet? Do they own you? Can you come play with us? We'll tell you where to find the book. Please advance the vehicle, Hope.
1: Do you want to (laughs) ride in the back of the truck, and then you can tell us?
2: Um, the kids kind of <laughs> look at each other.
5: <laughs> you picking up kids? <laughs> Shady business. Yeah, we gotta go
2: now.
3: Be gone it was, then.
2: It was nice meeting you, lizard man. We're gonna tell our parents about you. <laughs> it was awesome. The kids start biking down the lane, and the woman, like you see, the woman she's sort of on her phone, uh, talking agitatedly down at the end of the road, I was pushing the stroller woman
3: <laughs>
2: she looks back at you and starts pushing in front of <laughs> crossing the street
3: woman the library
2: as you yell for the library you hear um uh, excuse me yes what are you doing making such a big ruckus in my neighborhood and there's sort of a man with flip flops like crocs on and like um pinstripe shorts and, and a polo shirt and like next, to, uh, you know, he's got this like he's been washing his car, so you see all these suds rolling down the side of the road. Uh, and he's been he's been washing his car, and he's got you know the nice house, little picket fence. And you're making all this kind of noise in my neighborhood. What the hell are you looking for? So you can get the hell out of here, and I can enjoy my Sunday afternoon.
5: Oh, for peace! I'm looking Stanley's for the library. Stanley's throw open the door. Hold on, Varel. I have
3: he's a great go. need for Dick.
5: Varel, hold on. <laughs> Stanley goes walking over to the... You say he's an older man, right? Yeah. i socks. sorry, sir. We are making a bit of a commotion. We're very new here. We're looking for the library, and you seem like you, you may have been around a time or two. We would be ever so grateful and quick to leave if you would be so kind as to point us in the direction and... uh you know, we might be able to save a little time for you. And he cast pressed the digitation on the car to instantly finish the clean for the gentleman. Oh, you're one of the magic men I, I heard about. I sure am.
2: Yeah, that's what that's what Mayor Randolph said. That's why he didn't get elected. He said the magic men were manipulating the votes just because we're telling the truth. That's right. Listen, I don't go to no library because they peddle lies. But I tell you, I get my books about Mayor Randolph and about the left wing agenda at the Walmarts down the road. You want to find yourself a good book? Go to the Walmarts, they got good price. Now you get out of here, you see? I got to clean, well, clean my car for me, but I got gardening to do.
5: Well, we will in just, just a moment. Now, we're looking to get uh, underground. We heard there was a method of getting down beneath the city in the library. Is that not true? I mean, that's where the goddamn shit gets put. If you want to swim in some shit, you can get right down there. He points the sewer. Not talking There's a sewer about, line right
2: there. Go ahead, boy, and get I'm yourself down there. I'm not talking some about shit.
5: the sewer. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm talking about, you know, deeper. You mean like secret bunker? Yes.
2: They don't tell us folks nothing about no secret bumper
5: bunk. Oh, but an informed gentleman like you that knows all the secrets and wheelings and dealings that the government's keeping from you, surely has to know something. They They don't tell us anything.
2: That's how they keep us down.
5: They want to keep the sheep
2: here cleaning their cars and living their normal life while they do all their business out in the desert. I know... That they're shooting radio waves in here, farming our brain cells to make a big hive mind. And when it's done, they're going to kill us all. And then use our bodies to surf the cosmos.
5: Mm-hmm. And you want to find out more about that, you head on down to the Walmart, all right? Stanley goes back to the car. I guess we're going to the Walmart. Which way? Just
2: down there, get on the parkway, make a left. You'll be in the mall, strip mall down there. All right,
1: and Hope starts driving.
2: All right, good luck to you. (laughs) Remember, they're always lying. (laughs) You guys take off down the truck. (laughs) get onto the parkway hope you follow the instructions you see there's not much traffic on there you sort of notice as you start driving there's actually been an automated message playing and it says citizens of the city please get in your home there is nothing to worry about all will be safe but please remain at home there's a sort of voice carrying out over the city but you're not paying too much attention to it because you didn't drive too far in the city you're in the suburbs man you make a right into this sort of lane And you see a Walmart You know, big, big blue sign In front of a grey brick building And the letters Walmart Emblazoned Upon The background There's no cars in the parking lot The place looks closed White Nash speaks up And he says Could this be the place we got the book? Uh, it looks pretty clean
0: This probably is it. I I don't know. I mean, I don't remember it looking like this, but maybe things have changed in 30 years. It's entirely possible this is it.
2: All right, the jeweler pulls up beside you as you guys park in the parking lot and take in your first ever sighting of whatever this place is. Looks kind of like a library. All right,
1: so, w- Get out, let's go
2: Alright, the, the goblins <laughs> clamber out And they run like children to the door And immediately begin pressing their face Into the darkened windows looking in How we get inside They start sort of tapping What this Clear walls
1: Can you break it
2: Hmm and they, they begin punching the wall. Boom, 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 It makes this echoey noise as they all start punching the wall. Nashes. Not breaking.
3: Ashes, we need you to remember where are we going. Well, if we're trying to get in, um,
2: jeez. Oh,
0: are there any windows or anything?
2: Um, well, what you see is like there's these glass panes, right? Yeah now you know that these are sliding doors but the doors are not opening so there's just this wall of glass panes and there's this area where shopping carts are okay and some signs and you see the you know brick wall Uh, but it's not completely windowed it's mostly has brick wall and there's a there's a picture of a lovely man with a big smile holding up um windshield washer going like two for one deal on windshield washer
0: There are there other shoppers and people milling around?
2: No, no, the place is closed. The parking lot's empty. Okay, Varel, so
1: can you pull the doors?
3: <clears throat> I'll not jump down. Head over to the doors.
2: Okay, you head over to the doors, and they don't really look like doors, but you kind of see a key, the key latch where um, something's locked. It looks like a key latch that you'd find in a vehicle. You've seen this before. Right.
3: I will attempt to pull the doors apart.
2: Okay, let's make a strength check, please. 21. Mm, let's, let me refer to my chart here. 21 is hard. Uh, you're able to bend the door, the metal, as sort of, you sort of bend and make a little sliver and you bend the lock, but it doesn't unhinge as it's locked at the top, bottom and in the middle, but you you, you're able to bend it, but you need a little more force
5: Everyone stand back, let me try something And Stanley's gonna cast Shatter on the door, the area around the door Oh, epic So, um A creature, uh, well, that's creature, but any not a non-magical object that isn't being worn or carried also takes damage if it's in the spell's area. So I imagine no saving throw for it. It's just three uh, yeah. d eight thunder damage. <laughs> so <laughs> so you, cla- you cast shatter
2: in the area, and it goes. Everyone stands back, and it goes, and explodes into a giant pile of glass everywhere. And you hear a little alarm on the inside go, and you look around to see if anyone's approaching, but it's all quiet. Then overhead, you can't hear any of the sound, but through the the dome, you you see overhead a few Elendari ships fly by. The war's going on outside, but in this bubble place, it's as if there's nothing happening in in the Valley of the Solar Mines.
5: Alright, well, let's proceed. Stanley will go walking through the newly made hole. Mm.
3: Is there a megaphone or a source of the sound?
2: Um, It seems to be coming from the ceiling, but you can't see exactly where. It's sort of emanating all throughout but then as Stanley steps through, we re re it stops. On its own. It's
0: like the opposite of a Stanley detector.
2: You know?
5: The building now contains Stanley. Yep. This alarm will only sound if Stanley is not contained within this building.
2: Yep. So you look at the view and it's darkened in here. There's dim lights, emergency lighting on. You see an area called Ladies, um, Cl- and there's, like, clothing, and then there's, like, this area of cashiers. It looks like a Walmart that you know from the real world. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I just have to open a reference document here. <laughs> Opening up Walmart specials. Uh-huh, I'll uh, open the but, Walmart reference. <laughs> but you, you look up sort of to the left. There's, like, a cosmetics and health aisle. To the right, there's checkouts. Uh, Just in front of you, there seems to be an aisle labeled Seasonal, Celebrate. There's a bath and bedding. Over to the left, there's signs indicating toys. And to the right, there's a large area with boys, men, ladies, children, clothing. And towards the back, you see, like, electronics and and things of that nature. Hmm. It's eerily quiet in here. And um, your passive perception... As you look around, your passive perception is twenty-three. As you look around, and, and it's eerily quiet, but you, your perception swears it can hear movement and breathing. This place is not empty, and you hear, you sense an effort to remain
5: still. Stanley will look back, lean back, wait for Varel, and sort of whisper We are not alone in here. And whatever else is in here is intentionally trying to stay quiet. We're being
3: hunted. Nash's Which
2: one That's why it was plural <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess that's White Nash I'm still the leader Prime Nash It's a little weird because you're called Prime Nash Which sounds like you're the leader But you said I was the leader Well I'm Do I, do I speak for the Primes or do you do
0: Well, I think we can, we both can speak when we see something that maybe helps the team. But here's what I was just going to say I'm looking all, I'm scanning this place and I don't see any, like even the books area. I don't see anything that's got what we need in here.
2: But if this was the place you remember, we snuck up through a vent, right? Like some small little crack. Maybe we just find, we just find that and go down.
0: Okay. So here's what we should do. Can you light things on, uh, make light, or are you, what's your deal? Cause how, dark, how dark is it in here? Is it super dark?
2: Yeah, it's pretty dark except for some emergency lighting that you can see sort of towards the back and right. sides of the room.
0: I'm going to pull out two vegetable peelings and cast light on them and hand one to him. And, okay. And, and I'm going to Oh, I got the say, light
2: spell, too. I can do that. And he takes out, um, he takes out his own. Uh, <laughs> it's a fruit peeling. It's an orange peel. Yeah, like an orange peel. What's I like got? orange peels myself.
0: So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna look around to Stanley and everybody, and say, "We're gonna split up and walk around and see if we can find this crack or this hole or this this entrance. If anyone wants to split up and go with us, great. If not, keep guard here. I don't know what Stanley thinks is in here, but we'll be okay."
5: I think splitting up is a terrible idea, and I'm not surprised <laughs> that the three of you came up with it.
0: Well, what, then? what's your answer then? Just go all together?
5: Stanley takes the guitar off of his back, grabs the megaphone, and through it says, Attention, hiders within the Walmart. We have breached the city. We have breached this Walmart. And now we are going to move forward unobstructed. If you stand in our way, we will end you. This is the first and only warning. Make yourselves known and exit or be destroyed. And he puts the thing down and waits and starts counting, lightly strumming the guitar.
2: All right. I need a, a intimidation roll from you, please. It's going to be a 30. All right. As soon as you put the down, you hear a... "Ah, Idiots! You're all idiots! They heard you! (laughs) And then um, wheeling out comes a half-man, half-tank human. So his torso is attached to a tank on the bottom. And at the end of the aisle in the Walmart, wheeling out a man with a mask on his face comes wheeling out. and He's like, all right, I guess we'll just do this without the element of surprise. And then as this man sort of approaches down the hallway, looking at you, um, not the hallway, but the aisle, the front aisle of the Walmart, Toyota host men begin moving from behind the aisles and showing themselves with large axes and pipes and curling irons. And they're they're moving out, and then four Kurokiishi jump up onto Sheldon <laughs> as they jump up on top, and you hear the masked tank man go, Nash Maggard, I have waited a long time for this. Show yourself. And I'm going to show the battle map uh, we have of the Walmart here. Uh, oh, I already showed it, actually. Oops, I spoiled it. Here it is, so you guys can kind of see it now. I didn't mean to actually do that. but Yeah, we all just pretended we didn't see it. Oh, my bad, guys. <laughs> 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 I meant to just see it myself, but I switched Okay, well, that ruins the surprise. There is a Walmart battle map. Uh, let's take a little break here as as this masked tank man moves forward calling out nash's name
0: Oof. all right well we'll be back pieces. then everybody don't go too far because things are about to get real weird inside of america's most popular retail establishment <laughs> so come back shortly won't you okay it is now uh we're back to it okay hey hey everybody welcome back from your break it's time to kick it back off uh last we spoke we were in a walmart bo take it away
2: Yes, and so at the end of the aisle, facing down Stanley, is a half-tank, half-man with a mask on his face, yelling, NASH! GET OUT HERE! Who's, ca- who's asking? I would say. What, you don't recognize your old friend? Uh,
0: it's been a long time. Which old friend?
2: That it has. And he rolls down the aisle. Show yourself, Nash. As his men, as his Toyota hosts stand there, uh, uh, waiting for his command to act, not doing anything, allowing the dialogue to continue. Show yourself, Nash. Nashy poopy pants (laughs) with the goblin nose.
0: I would would scooch up in front of, you know, right by Stanley there and just kind of say.
2: Caught him sleeping in the aisles is that you Pendleton he stops (laughs) he takes he takes his hand up to his mask and unstraps it pulls it from his face and you see a gnarly old man teeth crooked there you are Nash I thought you wouldn't remember you you little wuss
0: oh it is Pendleton I'll say kind of quietly you don't look the same. Been uh, been rough, rough a couple decades on you there. What happened?
2: You look good on you're a tank. W- That's nice. You're, you're one to talk, Dickless Dan. <laughs> oh, I know about your your little your little pee there. Oh, it's. I mean, save
0: your breath. It's not embarrassing at all. It's just you know part of the deal. I got I've to- been
2: waiting a long time for this, Nash. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, what do you mean? This? What do we? What are we doing? We're just, we're just here, you know, browsing, shopping.
2: What do you? What do you need? After all these years, all your complaining, all your disobedience, and yet when they were giving out M and Ms, you would get two, and I would get one.
1: <laughs> Hope that you- will go wide.
4: <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's no idea what
2: I'm going to It's not fair. Some of us tried to be good. Tried to get notice. And little Wissy Nash. Complaining about the movies. Complaining about the education. Well... Always treated special.
0: Okay, but I'm walking around on my feet and you have a tank body, so... One of us, I, I don't know, even know if that's cooler or, or
2: worse. Even after you ran away, all your daddy could say was, where's Nash? Is Nash okay? Gotta protect Nash. Nash, 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 Nash. <laughs> Some of us worked hard to work our way up. Look at me now. And he twirls around on his tank body. <laughs> <laughs> They don't call me Dick Pendleton anymore, Nash. They call me General Motors. (laughs) And the rest of the Toyotas go, Yeah! Yeah!
4: Yeah! (laughs)
2: General Motors.
1: That's that's an inspiration right there. (laughs) Yeah,
5: that's a
2: good name. (laughs) I am the leader of the Toyota Hordes. And you're still a whiny old teenager. Look at all the trouble you've caused us. Ruining everything. I'll bring your head to your daddy and show him how pathetic you are and he will make me his new son.
1: Um, actually, if you brought him the head, he probably wouldn't be very happy with you. You'd <laughs> want to bring Nash alive.
2: Who is this sissy girl with you? Tell her to be quiet when the men are talking.
0: You have no idea who you're messing with. She's not the type you tell to be quiet.
2: I tell whoever I want to be quiet.
0: Do you still go by Dick or can I call you uh, Tanker McTankerson? What's your your name now? You can call me Daddy. Ew. I'm not calling you that.
2: I'm confused. <laughs> I I'm gonna be your new daddy in your final moments. Men give no quarter Bring him to me. And he points and then you hear like a whistle out of one of his and just go Woo <laughs> Woo as steam billows up into the Walmart. And you hear Ah and they smash their hubcaps in with the curling irons. And just like, ah! And they begin brushing down your positions. Roll for initiative. Unless ah. anything.
5: Yeah. Let's get them initiative. Rolls. 20, not natural. That doesn't matter on initiative. I guess I just wanted to say it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's still fun. 7. It's very- still fun when you hit a 20.
2: I did a natural 7. So, there you go. Natural 7 for you.
0: Pretty good stuff.
1: 18.
2: 18 for Hope. 16 for Vorel. 16 for Vorel. Okay. All right, I'm rolling for the Gobbies. Let's, uh, okay, I'm going to do that one. So Goblins are just after Nash. That's the El Hendari. Okay, and that is Bertrand. All right, Stanley, you're up first.
5: All right, uh, seeing us all surrounded here, already armed with the guitar, Stanley's just gonna go. Well, I did give you a chance. Kaboom. <laughs> and uh, we're going to do destructive wave All right. to How far everybody it within 30 feet of me. All
2: uh, right. any, any
5: enemy within 30 feet of me. I guess
2: any enemy within that. 30 feet. Okay,
5: so it uh, is it a save for half? Uh, please remind yes, me. it is a save. Hold on. Let me find it. Where it be. Uh, there it is. Constitution 20 save. Holy shit.
2: Damn. Uh, nope, that's a fail. Although I rolled decently, but okay. It's a, I'm rolling for the thing. So how much damage is it? I guess you roll your damage and tell me.
5: Okay. So it's going to be 15 thunder damage. It's going to be 20 <laughs> necrotic damage. And everyone who failed is knocked prone. Okay. A that's a total of 35 damage and knocked prone to um, anybody within 30 feet.
2: So... All right, I, I need a grid. <laughs> there's a lot of enemies in this map, as
5: like a horde. I guess for our, our listeners, there's about a hundred Toyota hosts oh, here. there's tons the of them. Map. Yeah. So it, everyone <laughs> behind me, save for these people over here, like this is the line here, mm-hmm. uh, and then let me let me just I'm getting the. This the, is the line here. So yes, yeah, it's. it's Everything like it centers thirty feet out from you, right? Yeah. So, but like, well, no, it's within thirty feet, so it even goes up to these guys here. Like this Mm -hmm. line should be getting it as well. That gives you one,
2: two, three, four, five, yeah, six squares. One, two, three, four, five, six squares. And six squares. One, two, three, four, five, six. All right, that is a square. I
5: do have a square outline, so I can see. Okay, uh, it does how much damage? Sorry. Uh, it's going to be 35 damage Okay. and knocked prone if they survive. All right. Just deleting tokens. Give me a second.
2: Uh, we're up to like 11. <laughs> <laughs> the next five minutes are me just deleting tokens. That... <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. I'm uh, um, sure you can get around that. Okay, so you uh, pulverize about 40 human beings with one destructive wave as all the shelving of the health and wellness center and the kitchen and dining and bath go like pans and pots. Uh, uh, Tassimo and Keurig coffee makers just go like flying as like the Toyota host men that were just like running up to like, just as they're about to hit you with some sort of sledgehammer, just dissolve into thunderous, flesh viscera as this huge explosion of <laughs> blows them all up <laughs> and it knocks some stuff down over in the bath section um, and in the seasonal section and as you know it's the season of summer and a musical box falls onto the ground and begins playing some weird music uh, in the background Scott if you want to cue up the music you can Oh, uh, hopes. Uh, <laughs> uh, anything
5: else you want to do with your turn so (laughs) in uh in lieu of anything any other action stanley's just going to continue to say there's still an opportunity to change sides this was round one and that's it
2: okay perfect hope you're up next
1: Okay, knowing that the area damage is a bit more effective when it comes to groups like this, Hope is going to move to the right of Stanley uh, next to an elf and a goblin. Let me move her.
2: Okay. All right, so you jump over some checkouts.
1: Yep, and she'll ready in action, so if any bad guy gets into her area, she will attack them. Um, but otherwise, she's gonna tell the elves to focus their grenades on the tank man.
2: Oh, okay. On the dick. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you so you command. You say like throw grenade, empathy grenades at uh, the tank man. Got it. Farrell, you're up next. You're in the center of an explosion that Stanley caused.
3: All right. Where are? Where is? Uh... Unfortunate Nash and White Nash in the... Uh, they're list. sort
2: of behind you in the entrance, just yeah. sort of walking in along with the jeweler. Down low. Just casually kind of strolling in.
3: Are they part of the initiative, or do they look like they haven't engaged yet?
2: They have They have initiative worlds, um, but they'll be behind you.
3: Okay, cool. All right, well, I will take off running. I'm going to run down... My 40 feet there to the checkout area, and then I will jump over the wall and engage these three.
2: Okay. All right. So you jump over checkouts like you just you're leapfrogging over all these checkouts, and you move and you you find three of them that are that are also hiding behind some of the checkout aisles. And you go, ah!
3: <laughs> and I will enter my rage and hit them with a flame burst.
2: Perfect. How much damage is the flame burst?
3: Let me see if it went up via the level up. Uh, five damage. Five fire damage.
2: Okay. You just go, wah! Let the flame out, and the flame burns their skin. And they go, ah! And they're on fire, and they drop to the ground. Flamed, flamed out.
3: <laughs> All right. Perfect. Well, with the bonus action taking care of them, I will continue my run Mm -hmm. back into the heart of the men's
2: section. (laughs)
4: Okay. (laughs) So you run through,
2: knocking clothes all all over the place, and then run through to the men's section of the Walmart. Perfect. Alright, the elves are up next. They both take, as instructed, empathy grenades and fire them off in an area towards General Motors.
0: my favorite thing you've ever said yeah. <laughs> okay
2: the empathy grenades go off they the the toyota host and general motors in the area in the vicinity of it fail their saving throws and they all just kind of stand there general motors kind of spins around a bit in shock they don't say anything immediately. Um, the elves—they uh, would have moved up a little bit and thrown their grenades. So this Elhendari elf moves into seasonal. This one moves into bath, and <laughs> into the bath aisles of the Walmart and throw the grenade, roll the grenades down. Um, and the the Toyota hosts of this area are now um, well filled with empathy. All right, it's now General Motors' turn. He's going to make a saving throw against the empathy he fails it and he, he sort of looks towards you Nash and he starts wheeling very slowly and he looks to you and he says do you do you feel this hurt too?
0: He says that to me? yeah you feel this hurt what do you mean I
2: mean we're victims you're a victim of this place and, and I'm a victim of this place I've, I've just been fighting trying to get better scraps than the next man and don't care whoever I roll over with my tank treads and no matter how many I kill And how many people I put in the dirt. I was that same man. And maybe you were too.
0: Well, I clearly (laughs) hated this place because I got out of here. You know what I mean? I don't know why
2: you hung around. I hated you, Nash. You always got more M and M's than I did. That's why I always put you down. That's why I made you go get that book. Remember a long time ago? I always would say you were stupid. Had a fat nose, and your skin was flaky. <laughs> I called you a pizza face when you had acne. Uh huh. Yeah, I remember. I did a lot of bad things to you, but... It's not unlike the bad things that were done to me. What what do you call this feeling I have? I'm so weak right now. And he begins crying. He says... (laughs) He begins crying before you. Um... Do I think that's real, or is he dorking with me? He got hit with an empathy grenade, so, I mean, it's what, it, you know, you saw that happen. And I know what that and spell is, so I would know this is happening to him. I don't know if you've seen an empathy grenade go off yourself, but he's mm-hmm. approaching you with great empathy now. Um, all right, that's his turn. Uh, <laughs> you can continue this conversation on your turn if you wish, or you can just fireball him as you see fit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Karomo Kishi atop the thing, the one with the katana jumps down and goes, "Men, Knights, Kishi. They have been compromised. We need to we need to take care of this. You report back to the principal. All right, and the one with the katanas jumps down <laughs> He walks slowly behind uh, General uh, General Motors. This one here, Sir Pole Piston disappears behind some of the aisles and you lose track of where he is. Sir Pigstix runs back <laughs> into the stockroom, disappears from sight. As does Sir Boltrath. Now it's your turn. Okay.
0: Well, now I had plans, but now he feels bad. <laughs> <laughs> um... Hmm. Okay. Oh, man. Seriously, I had a big, gnarly plan, and I don't care about Dick Pendleton at all, so I was going to do a thing, but now I think...
2: You can still do it if you want I know, or, but... You know, you don't have to. Like, what
0: is Nash? That's what I'm struggling with here. What would Nash Where's
2: Nash's moral compass on this one?
0: I mean, I've killed strangers by putting them to sleep for less. Um... This is Dick Pendleton. You have a history. Yeah, It's also a lot closer than I was hoping he'd be by now.
1: I remember we're near the checkout, so there might be some M and M's.
0: Oh shit! Should I give him some M and M's just to see if I can like milk? Can I get? That some- sounds awesome, you can man. Kill
1: him if he doesn't <laughs> turn. You know.
0: I guess I could read this, but John, what does? What's the duration of this thing? How long does that grenade work?
5: The grenade?
0: Yeah, that made him, you know, this effect of him being all empathetic.
5: Uh, I don't know. I have seven empathy grenades. Let me see what it says. For
0: one minute. One minute? Okay, so he's going to come out of this soon enough.
5: Well, that's a long time in in combat terms. No,
0: I know.
1: Isn't it? Ten rounds?
0: All right. You know what? Nash is going to go with his gut here. I'm going to cast. <laughs> you don't want to do a high level like that. Hold on a second. Let's do it at three. <laughs> I'm going to cast. I am going to cast Fireball. And I'm going to center it where he was. So in between all his dudes. Uh, Here. I'll click on the map right there. See that? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it yeah. right there. The goal is. Get as many of them in that circle as possible and catch him in it on the periphery.
2: To fireball? Yeah. Okay. What level is the fireball? Uh, level four. Okay. So you get a bit of extra damage dice, right? Yeah, on you get a little more or?
0: damage, is all. It's the same radiuses. Okay. Um,
2: and that it was the radius again sorry it's the three, radius right? is oh sorry
0: uh, I think it's 20, 20. hold on 20, for 20 foot radius that is correct oh it's a little smaller than I thought so pull it toward him so that he's Although caught it's
2: 20 from the center when you say radius right yeah that's
0: what I'm saying so if you pull the center my aim center down yeah yeah. so that's what I want Okay, right there
2: I just double check fireball here I want to make sure I get it right <clears throat> fireball 20 foot uh, area. We're going to burn down a Walmart, I think. <laughs> so, yeah, it is 20 foot. So, it's a 4x4 four four square. No, is that not right? No, that's I mean, too small. No, that's right? too small. Yeah, it's 20 foot all sides, right? So, 1, 2, 3, 4. 1, 2, 3. It's 8x8. Eight eight, yeah, it's got to be that. Right. 6, seven, 8. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Alright, perfect. So you want to blow up that many dudes.
0: Yep. If uh, you have to do right. deck 17. Yeah, gotta, so deck 17? Yeah, you get okay. half half damage if you say.
2: Ooh, a one. Yeah! Another one! What? Alright, you're getting the full blunt of damage for the Koromokishi Toyota. So as you cast fireball, the Toyota hosts have put down their sledgehammers and curling irons, and they're hugging each other and sharing feelings. And the, the only one that's sort of uh, with it is that orc, that samurai orc walking down behind yeah. General, Mortars, uh, General Motors carefully, and before you is a half-tank, half-man guy with, like, a drill arm and a regular hand and a mask half-off, crying and bearing his soul to you, and you lug a fireball over top of him. It's... <laughs> and blow up all these people sharing their feelings. Um all right. Here you go. Incoming damage that's 10d8 or 9d6 at that level. Yeah, fourth level. It's 8d6 right there. That will be 22 points of fire damage. Okay, you cast a fireball and it kills uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, nine. It immediately kills oh, uh, an untold amount <laughs> of teeth. <2000. laughs> <laughs> there That's they go. Nine, 12, 12, 15,
4: 15 18.
2: You kill 30 people, 31 people mm-hmm. with that fireball. The Toyota host savages as you lug it in.
4: Whoo, bah,
2: you blow up crafts, home bedding and the Celebrate section of Walmart as it his fire emerges everywhere. Um, the karamokishi in there also just charred, and then on towards his back, fire hitting the backside of General Motors. He's like silhouetted in fire before you as he's crying like some sort of religious picture, almost hands out fire, blowing up behind him. Going, Nash, I'm sorry. Feel a little bad, but not that bad.
0: All right. What else would you like to do? Um, I'm gonna m- move a little. I'm gonna go here, just to spread it out a little. We're not all wadded
2: up there. Alright. So turn. you <laughs> you walk carefully away from General Motors as he approaches you. Down. <laughs> Set him on out. fire
5: and walk away. That's right. Poor man, right. pouring his heart out to you.
2: All right. Uh, following Varel's lead, if that's your turn. Following Varel's lead, the goblins make their way through the aisles uh, into the clothing section and begin go- going guerrilla combat on various uh, Toyota hosts in there. So you see all kinds of fighting now. It was just a war between goblins and, and Toyota host <laughs> madmen. Um, it's
3: like the velociraptors, but in the clothes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, three of the dudes that the goblins take out, like they slide in there with their little knives and, and flint weapons and you just see Toyota host people slide under the clothes and as things get knocked over and you just see goblin hands like stabbing down on Toyota host members um, Now it's time for the hordes to move and as this all gets blown up, the hordes are unabashedly um, moving forward so these guys can move fast enough Nash, that as you walk away a mob of unaffected ones move into your direction. Now, those guys won't attack, but they'll now all make their way down the aisles. Okay. As they move closer, and they, they, they're battle yelling, they're like, ah! As they run closer, um, and they will engage, uh, move down. So some of those guys can't move down fast enough, but um, you walk away, but you walk away in an unusual direction, right? You walk down health and wellness. <laughs> 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 As you walk down health and wellness, a whole bunch of uh, Toyota host hordes that uh, Toyota host warriors that weren't affected by the grenades come around the corner and they have a lot of stuff from the sporting and hunting equipment like knives and axes, and they, like, start chopping at you. Um, all right. You, there's one hit. Cause it's like, this is a 21. The other ones were like sub five. So I know it's not a hit. Um, and one of them comes out with the butt of a gun, smacks you in the face. <sighs> you take 15 points of bludgeoning damage. Oof. Okay. And did anyone use their, uh, their rest in a can or are you all still rocking 22 hit points? Mm, I didn't use it before. No, you said no. we
5: could do a short rest. So yes. I did hit dice.
2: Oh, that's what I, okay. Yeah. But you didn't use your can business. No. Okay. Perfect. All right, yeah, you get hit in the, fa- uh, in the face with the butt of a gun, and the rest of the combat, these guys sort of move over. We're gonna do some attacks on the goblins as well as on Varel. So let me. Just... All right, you hear the scream of one of the goblins. Varel it goes ah! as a goblin falls down between the clothes. Uh, this one here gets attacked as well. It's swarmed. That doesn't pan out. And here gets cracked back. All right, that goblin goes down. The goblins are going down. Yeah, Three of the goblins go down behind you as they do guerrilla tactics, but they're outnumbered by the Toyota host amongst the clothes, the clothing sections. Um, They also move forward to you, uh, Varel, and three of them will make attacks upon your person. Uh, That would be 15. That's not a hit. Uh, 23, a hit for one of them, I think, and a miss for the third one. And uh, So one of them hits you with a pipe. You take 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Cool.
3: Uh, the, DC 17 decks for my fire burst reaction.
2: Uh, a one. Wow, I rolled a lot of ones today. It's a fail. Seven points <laughs> of fire unlucky damage. Unlucky he All right. So he, so he hits you, and then you flame burst him, in his a reaction, and he burns up into cinders.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's just on fire, and now he's a pile of ash behind you. Um, more Toyota hosts move into the clothing section all through the baby clothes. <laughs> they, they sneak through little uh, onesies <laughs> For the kids um, And Toyota hosts Move out of the groceries and start like Beelining in your direction Varel um, This will bring us to uh, Bertrand the jeweler The jeweler turn Sort of standing in the doorway nonplussed By all this and he goes ah, For F's Sakes he says and He turns around he pulls out a gun and he holds it up to, to White Nash's temple and pulls a trigger. No! And point blank shoots White Nash in the head. Jeez. Nash immediately takes, the White Nash immediately takes the bullet to the head, falls to the ground. And, and um, Bertrand looks around and he's like, I'm so and sick of these damn Nashes, and he walks over to Unfortunate Nash who's just sort of turned around puts the gun towards his head and right between the eyes pulls the trigger but the gun jams click and Unfortunate Nash kind of looks at him and, and starts to get angry that's Bertrand the jeweler's turn it's now Unfortunate Nash's turn
5: and unfortunate,
2: unfortunate Nash begins casting a spell. This betrayer tried to betray us and made us sore, He'll regret that I brought the meteor. And he raised his hands up.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then outside you can see the sky starting to get dim again and you hear through the through the sky as we're about to crash some meteors into the walmart
0: (laughs) (laughs) John shook his head in the best way possible I love
3: it.
5: ever so minuscule we shouldn't have brought that guy Broody Stanley, got to go get on the ship. Couldn't tell you not to bring shitty Nash.
2: Yep. All right. So uh, let me just get, I need to get the area of the meteor here. 40 foot radius sphere. All right. So I'm going to roll some dice. We're going to figure out where these things hit for 40 feet. One, two, so it's eight by eight, right? Same as a fireball? Yeah, same. Three, three four. And then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So one of them is definitely going to hit Bertrand, right?
0: Send him elsewhere Al right. and back to where he came from.
2: All right, one of them is going to hit in this top corner up here. All right, Uh, one of them's gonna, oh, let me see. I'm gonna give a number and we're gonna see where it's centered on in this section. Okay, centered on the girl's section. Varel, you will be safe from this. And I'm gonna roll two dice for coordinates again and see where the third one runs. Okay, in that general area, one, two, three, four. All right, it's on celebrate. Okay, as unfortunate Nash calls down four meteors, whew, they hit the ceiling and break the ceiling of the Walmart. <laughs> the first one strikes right in the spot where Bertrand is, as well as unfortunate Nash. Now it is 20d6, so uh, give me a second here. Yeah, I'm going to do a, a mini dice at once kind of thing so I can minimize on the rolls. You guys hear that delicious sound <laughs> yeah, of the going? that's great. All right. ASMR. First, yeah, it is a kind of ASMR. Yeah. All right, first, one, first, first five is 14. 8, 9, 10, 11, 11, okay. 12, 18, 19. That's a big one. 15, 20. So uh, 39 or 50, it's going to be 64 points of damage per meteor, and it's going to require saving throws. So let's get the saving throws out of the way. Dexterity for Bertrand, two. Dexterity for Nash. Oh, Nash can careful spell it. It's all internal to the, the dm anyway so this nash matter.
5: knows how to use his uh sorcery, sorcery point.
0: points oh my yeah. gosh he's uh, it's Wild. one up on me that's fortunate nash yeah
2: it's the, it's the most unrealistic thing he's done all right general motor <laughs> saves and takes half the damage yeah for uh, <laughs> suspension of disbelief gone
5: yeah. <laughs> gone
2: yep uh so he careful spells himself and saves, so he only takes three two points of damage although it's quite a lot um, Bertrand takes the full 64 and dies on the spot as the, the meteor just hits right down in that area. Um, it also, Oh, Stanley, you got a roll here in the vicinity.
5: Oh, am I? Okay. Yeah. What I need was it? Sorry. Next, I thought I was outside of it.
2: Yeah, no, you're quite, you're, you're sort of in there. Dexterity. Or are you in there? Sorry. Not sort of dexterity. Save please. Uh, 29. Okay. So you save, so you only take 32. All right, All right. perfect. So as four meteors hit the top of the Walmart, uh, <laughs> the Walmart erupts into an explosive a shower of fireworks, and we return to Stanley as a meteor just grazes your backside, um, causing you to falter for a second, but you pull yourself back up.
5: Hmm. Stanley would be pretty mad at unfortunate Nash about this. <laughs> Stanley's like but a kettle at 5,000 I... Kelvin at this point. <laughs> but would like... <laughs> I kill him for it is the question.
2: Right, there's now a meteor crater behind
5: you. I should
2: have marked where the meteor craters are. Oh, well.
5: Alright, you know what? He probably would assume he killed himself. Uh, all right, well, let's keep it simple for this round so far. Uh, we'll just do an Eldritch Blast. We will blast uh, one beam into uh, this fellow here. we we'll mm-hmm. roll that first. That's a 20 to hit.
2: Okay, you've hit him.
5: That is two points force damage. Mm-hmm. He's still... Kicking. I don't know how no. much HP these guys have. No, they have, they have minion HP at this point. So if you okay. hit them, you're good, <laughs> okay, I figured. keep blowing
2: them all up. Yeah, yeah. And we do these large combats. for not calculating to the to the penny here. They're minion HP. You hit, they blow All up. right,
5: we'll smash that guy next. The one that I can see hitting uh, uh-huh. Nash Maggard. It's a twenty nine to hit. Okay. For four damage. Yep. Yeah. And. Uh, Let's see. Who else would I be able to see easily from where I'm at? I can hit a lot of them. Well, Nash has a lot of them, so we'll hit this guy as well, the next guy. Okay. I can hit him, right? Probably? Yeah. Yeah. You you have movement, right? So you can peek around the corner and move? Yeah. 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 that's true that's a natural 20 uh, so wasted on a minion but uh, <laughs> well, 13, y- <laughs> 13 points of force damage to that one The Eldritch Blast hits him and he just like
2: force ghosts uh, into, <laughs> into nothingness and his clothes fall to the ground spectacularly
5: and uh yeah that'll be my turn <laughs> okay <laughs> like, uh, we got hope up next
1: all right. Hope we'll take out diplomacy, throw it up, and say parlay, and then she'll have it attack the um, one in front of her.
2: Gotcha. All right. Uh, make the attack roll, it, uh, please.
1: It was a one.
2: Oh no! Oh oh no! Shit! Uh, the the sword flies past him in your eagerness, and then uh, falls outside the range with which you control it, and cl- clatters to the ground. <laughs>
1: That's fair. All right. Uh, she'll use one of her three attacks then to attack the one in front of her.
2: Okay. I believe the range was 30 feet, right, uh, Stanley?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right. Uh, so you're just going to attack her with your attack the Toyota horde guy with?
1: The rapier. Yeah, her regular right. rapier.
2: Excellent. Go, go for uh, it.
1: 22 to hit.
2: To hit. And uh, no need to roll damage dice for minions, so we just establish it's quicker. Uh, you just, you miss with the sword. He turns around and he looks at you and he smiles as if he's got you. And then where does the sword go in? A rapier uh, go in?
1: A right raid through his laughing mouth.
2: All right to his, yeah, perfect. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs>
5: the story goes right
2: into his laughing mouth.
5: He's like, "No, my laughing mouth,"
2: <laughs> <laughs> and he just stays frozen, dead in his laugh as you sort of put your boot on his chest and take him out of the rapier. And he's like, the one dies one with that expression with. on his face.
1: <laughs> he died happy. More than many of us could say.
2: (laughs) And then she'll Uh, uh, head
1: over to Half Tank Man and use her final two attacks on him.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay, so you make your way from uh, the checkout to the Broken Seasonal, and uh, yeah, go for it. All
1: right. First attack is a seventeen.
2: Mm-hmm. It's a hit.
1: And then second attack is a twenty-four.
2: Uh, that's a hit as well. roll up your damage dice, please.
1: 31 damage total.
2: Okay, uh, just describe your slaying of General Motors.
1: Um, she'll look kind of sadly at this guy, not knowing the history they have, but understanding Nash's desire for vengeance and it'll be a clean death. She won't make it gory or anything. Just a quick pierce through the heart.
2: All right, you find he his can heart. I have
1: a broken heart. Because he already has one, I guess. Put it I in.
2: Yeah, and you do it twice, right? So there's two attacks. So yeah. you find it. You're like, yeah, that's not quite it. And do it a second time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's no it. medical uh, yeah. medical person, but you know. She'll find yeah, him and,
2: and, and and as he's like sobbing, he just looks into your eyes with the the most pleading look, like a, a lost dog that never got the answer, and it realizes it's too late, and the eyes just go lifeless, and he, his last dying words are, Nash. As he dies with tears streaming down his face and fire all around and weird music playing from the Walmart. (laughs) Uh, Seeing this destruction, the other Toyota hosts sort of stand in shock and they sort of slap each other and they start breaking off and running away. Now that General Motors is dead, uh, their commander, they start, they begin fleeing. Um, It's your choice whether you want to let them flee or pursue and clean up.
1: Hope will call out. We need one to point us to the direction to go downstairs.
2: Okay, and that brings us to Varel's turn. All right.
3: Well, if that's the case and they're all running for it, um, I will flame burst the three in my range. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, and, yep, uh, just a saving throw no, no saving throw nope. for that one. They Five die damage to their face. <laughs> you look at them and you flame burst, and they're no more and, they, ah!
3: and then the- I will uh grab one of the ones attacking. <laughs> attacking the goblin in the sweep, sleepwear and panties? Is that what it says?
2: <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it's sleepwear and panties. Women's sleep, women panties. All right. Yep.
3: So I will apprehend a a fleeing enemy in the sleepwear section.
2: Okay. And um, let's make a grappling check, I guess.
3: Okay. Well,
2: 15. Yep, you got it. I rolled 12. So you grab one of them uh, as they turn to walk away and they turn to look at you and they say We will never die! We will never die! We will never die! And he's just yelling at you in defiance this weird sentence.
3: I'll just start walking towards Hope because I know she's the one who wants to talk to him. Alright,
2: he struggles uh-huh. with it and um, the, the goblin looks to you and he says Run, we chase! We chase! We chase. <laughs> and he- and so yes um perfect uh that will pretty much end the combat turn those everyone runs away unless anyone else wants to continue pursuing uh or have any other objectives involving combat so let me know as a group
0: i mean the guys behind me what's their deal uh which guy's behind you all the all the bad dudes right behind me on my left
2: Oh, they're running away. They're, they're leaving, to, okay. They haven't had a turn yet, but they're going to make their way out. Uh, uh, they've just turned around, they've tucked tail, and they, they're like, oh,
0: General Motors is dead, and
2: they, 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 they're they running They're running off. Okay, awesome. Then no, was my answer. <laughs> okay. okay, perfect. <laughs> so uh, the goblins run off chasing, uh, like uh, dogs chasing after cars. Uh, they run off chasing down various... Um, Toyota host members as they clear out no longer confident in their numbers. Um, I'm just going to delete most of this. Uh, Varel, uh, you're in the sleepwear section with a captured Toyota host member. There are several large craters in this place and corpses and
5: fire smoldering everywhere. Uh, I didn't see any other Karomukishi come running out this way, so Stanley's going to go back to see if he can figure out where they went back this way. Because I saw him take off, but not exactly where they went, I don't mm. think. How do you want to investigate perception
2: or investigation? Do you want to use your senses, or do you want to look at Let's
5: do tracking? perception. Okay. Let's perceive. With a 33. Taking in your surroundings
2: to see where the possible exits were. You remember hearing that, uh, the others were sent off to warn the principal that you've arrived, um, over the din of all that had happened. Um, putting two and two together with the discussion about where to find an entrance. Nash's the Nash's stories about stealing a book long ago, Moby Dick. Um, there must be some way to descend where you need to go towards the back because that's where you saw the head sort of poke out and a door open in your periphery with your excellent perception to the combat. So the door would be exiting between, uh, you see where Household Pets is in the dairy aisle? Like, there would be a door, some sort of door towards the back there.
5: Okay. Stanley is going to go look for something back there while they talk to the guy. Okay, perfect.
2: Uh, For the rest of the party... Uh, so Varel has in hand A Toyota host member We will never die We will never die For we are Toyota Yes yes <laughs> <laughs> We heard you the first time <laughs> Alright so the party Gathers up together yep, I will endory. bring the excuse
3: me Individual down Through the checkout to hope
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. So Hope, uh, yeah, everyone sort of gathered together in the front checkout aisle. Prisoner in hand.
1: Is he still spewing his nonsense?
2: Oh, yeah. He won't shut up.
1: All right. She'll slap him.
2: All right. Slap him. Let's make an intimidation roll. Fourteen. You slap him, connecting many fingers to the face. It's a good, good sna- slap. And he stops for a second, gritting his teeth, but looking at you.
1: Um, would she need to bend down to get eye to eye with him?
2: Yeah, yeah. Varel, well, ask Varel, but I think Varel would be holding him like down. Oh, sure. That's, that's how I picture it, but ask for uh, Kyle, maybe you can tell us.
3: No, I'd be holding him uh, basically straight on in a bit of a grab, as I know... Like Previously, Hope gets weird when things are on the ground and carves them up and stuff. Like a half Nelson?
4: <laughs> <Sure. laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a, fu- right. a funny tendency you've noticed there.
1: <laughs> uh, she'll, so he's grinning now, and she'll go, all right, you get uh, one chance. Where's the way to go downstairs toward the principal?
2: Uh, he looks at you. I cannot betray my master.
1: That's I will not you tell are. you. Okay, cool. And then she'll <laughs> kill him.
0: <laughs>
2: All right, uh, so he looks at you and
0: goes, <laughs> I will ride the road.
2: As you put the, your rapier into him, <coughs> <coughs> I will ride the road. And he falls over, hitting the ground. Amazing.
1: Just want to bend down and whisper from Vroom in his ears. He
0: runs. <laughs> <there. laughs> vroom, Vroom, bitch. <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, yeah. He hits the ground. and A pool of blood starts assembling. Um, you hear the rustling of some plastic, and unfortunate Nash, looking super disheveled, smoky and on fire, wanders to the checkout. <laughs> picks up a bag of M and M's, and he begins sort of like just like a like a shock victim, like. Eating MMs.
0: Uh the rare treat that was the M's in the in the solar mines. That's amazing.
2: Well
1: are, are you okay, Unfortunate Nash?
2: Unfortunate. Who gave me that name? Uh the other Nash's dick.
1: Like Nash.
2: <laughs> Wait a second. Not me.
0: The other ones. The ones that are all dead that can't answer, can't defend themselves now. They all said it.
2: Yeah, I'm still alive and they're calling me the unfortunate one?
0: It's ironic. It's like calling your big friend Tiny.
2: That's a little toxic.
0: Tiny?
3: Where's the other Nash?
0: Oh. (laughs) Uh, Which Nash? Me, uh, Nash? Or White Nash?
2: Yeah, White Nash isn't with us anymore. White,
0: White Nash got shot in the head.
2: Yeah. The the jeweler did it. Where's the jeweler? I dropped a meteor on him. Pretty good, eh? Great.
3: (laughs) Fine. Let us find our goblin friends. They may have pursued them back to their nest.
1: Cool. Hope we'll nod and kind of... Let Vrell know he can lead the way if he
2: wants. All right, everyone's just noticed Stanley is nowhere around. Well, I know where
0: he's at. He's looking for the 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 hole. He's looking for the <laughs> the entrance.
2: All right, all right. So yeah, Stanley, would you always. stop some? Would you stop somewhere for anyone to wait up, or are you forging forward while they chat?
5: I, I'm looking for an entrance. If I find it, I would stop <clears throat> to get their okay. attention.
2: All right, so you move through the aisles of the broken, exploded Walmart and see Stanley standing uh, towards the back um, where there's an entrance to a stock room. And Stanley, you've you've, you've peered in, you have the door open, and you're looking in, and you see supply all around the stock room and a fright elevator towards the back of the room.
3: As I pass by the pet section, I noticed the happy, smiling animals and the Mm. great pieces of meat. On display on the bags, and I take one.
2: Nice. Anything in particular, like canned wet food, dry food, kibbles, uh, like
3: some, something exciting sounding, like like bacon yum yums or. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't know what I know. Some of them there's like, but yeah, you, get, you pick up, you you see something shockingly called bacon yum yums by Purina. Grab it. Mm. Excellent. And so you have your bag of M and M's, or Nash has his bag of M and M's. You have your bag of bacon yum yums. Um, okay, so everyone sort of follows. Nash follows. Uh, Unfortunately, Nash follows behind as you move towards the back of the Walmart and find Stanley staring at uh, the stockroom, holding the door, peering in.
0: Did you find a hole, Stanley?
5: Uh, I found better. I found an elevator. I think this is the direction they headed. And if I heard correctly, they said to go tell the principal, which means this is exactly where we need to head.
0: Well, this is starting to look familiar. I think you found it.
2: All right. So, um, having looked around the room, you find uh, your perception being what it is. Stanley, you're able to tell that there are no assailants inside this room and that the elevator you know, isn't there. Like it's, it's the door is closed. You just know what an elevator looks like. It is not, you've been in elevators before. Yeah. Um, so you know, uh, the party, I think, tell me if you would do something differently, but just as we wrap towards the end of the show, the party clicks the button, moves into the room, Stanley, you press the button to go down the fright elevator. After a few moments comes up and opens <laughs> the party walks into the fright elevator only unfortunate Nash, the party, two Alhandari El- El- elves are remaining. The goblins seem to have gone off permanently. And the door closes as you descend into the darkness below. Did you also call it a fright elevator earlier? Freight elevator. Okay. But I might have called it a freight elevator. We had a whole episode <laughs> about this nomenclature, <laughs> if you recall, in Sigil. Yeah. Um, that was a thing for us. Yeah, but yeah I think we, we ended off there next week we'll find out the destiny finally reaching below ground uh, find out the destiny of the heroes as we bring this war to its culmination oh man
0: alright well there you have it everybody Let me turn off this record that's been playing all whole time since we knocked it over <laughs> uh, there you have it we'll be back next week to see where things end up will you be here to witness it I hope so because you don't want to miss out on this in the meantime, go help us out over at uh, therewillbedungeons.com. Great place to support the show. And uh, a little bit later today, or right after the show today, we're recording our, uh, our uh, what do we call it, monthly bonus episode, which will go out mm-hmm. to those supporters first. If you want to be like them and support your favorite D&D podcast, it's a great way to do it. So go to therewillbedungeons.com. And while you're at it, grab some tea at phoenixpearltea.com slash TWBD. You have some amazing stuff there, including a new Nash tea that everybody's going to want to try and tell your friends about. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Kyle, for Kristen, and for uh, Bo and John. Who else? Is that it? Yeah. That's everybody. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.